Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the monster-strewn, treacherous waters that are Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and as always, I am joined by Robbie, Tentacle Beast Bellicom, Sam, Wyvern Burns, and Ellie, Otia Sparrow. Oh, mine, mine wasn't rubbish this week. How exciting. Yours was literally rubbish. It's the monster that eats rubbish. Oh. <laughs> so it's still rubbish. God, I've become the punchline. You've become Alan Davis, I'm I've afraid. I've become the punchline. That's what's happened. Just because my I name starts the with an term, S. The technical term is butt monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I am the butt monkey, I am the monkey of butts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, we, uh, hello, welcome to episode seven uh, of the Mops and Fireballs. Jesus. Wow, yeah. we've been actually, that's like a real person number of episodes. I know, that's and terrifying. we still haven't released the first episode yet uh, from our perspective of time. Those of you listening a number a number of weeks in the future, hello! Hi, future! Uh. <laughs> um, we... <laughs> Ah, I ha- still have the cough I had from last week, I'm afraid, due to a mild Aww. chest infection, which I will be trying to suppress uh, as heavily as possible. Uh, apologies if that breaks out during the show. I'll try to keep it to a minimum. Uh, I can confirm that uh, the uh, cough mixture I was taking, which is supposed to suppress this, does uh, sweet Fanny Adams, uh, <laughs> as far as this is concerned. <laughs> Uh, we've uh, Ellie and I have uh, in this period period of time just come back from an exciting event. Yes, uh, SunnyCon. Which, if you go to SunnyCon, will give you an idea of how long ago we recorded this. Yes, versus when it's out. SunnyCon Newcastle um, twenty eighteen. But yes, we went to SunnyCon. It was an anime convention. Everybody was dressed amazingly. The cosplay oh, yes. game was so high, and uh, we did a lot of escape games. Yeah. Only two groups escaped. Out of what, 14? Yeah, 14. Something like that. So, yeah, we had some, we had a lot of people fall into the time vortex, never to be seen again. No, no, it would have been 20. A 20? Oh, wow. Two out of 20. So, a 10% success rate, which is a lot lower than the usual one. Mm. Um, I I might need to adjust that for the next convention. Uh, But the, (coughs) I'd actually like to do um, another uh, free shout out uh, to uh, Bandersnatch Studios. Yeah, Bandersnatch Um, with a U. So, that's Bandersnatch, like with a U R. Uh, who were absolutely lovely when we met them and they uh, do the uh, very curious but highly entertaining uh, thing of uh, dressing up in cosplays as characters and then doing in-character panels at conventions. They were actually doing a panel as an Adventure Zone, if you know Adventure Zone podcast, which I'm sure a lot of our listeners will. And Um, also as the uh, Marauders from Harry and Potter. Yeah, also just damn lovely people, to be honest. They were a brilliant escape game group, as you can probably imagine. But yeah, check them out on uh, the Twitters or whatever. They are absolutely wonderful. Mm. Okay, so uh, as always, it's time for a message uh, from uh, Future Us. Hello, it's Future Jason with messages from the present. Uh, This week on Robbie Watch, Robbie has returned to good old Blighty, so you can find her in Crew between Wednesday and Sunday. You can also find Ellie on the Herstory Tour, a feminist tour in central London, uh, between, I think it's uh, Thursdays to Sundays that uh, bookings are available until 
they stopped doing it. So you can find a link to that in the description for this on our website, uh, com, or we'll pop it up on social medias, Twitters and Facebooks when we release this as well. As always, don't forget that you can follow the party on the globe-trotting maps, uh, and you can also check out flintboxandfireballs.com for weekly extra bonus content. Well, that's pretty much all the announcements from the present, so it's time to return to the past. Over to you, past Jason. It's a shame that those of you uh, listening uh, in the now can't actually see Future Us. Uh, you'll have noticed some changes. Ellie's wearing a crown. She looks great. Yeah, convers- I have three arms now. <laughs> I, ha- I have an eye patch and a scar that I wasn't expecting. I've, uh, I've lost my goatee. Oh, uh, yeah. where, where's oh. it gone? I don't know. <laughs> Down Appar- the back of the sofa? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Apparently the uh, evil future version of me doesn't have a goatee. Hmm. Uh, but he's not evil. That's the rules. Yeah. I mean, you two went much creepier than I did. Future Ellie was just the queen in my imagination. We haven't even we haven't even touched Future Sam. Oh no no! Future Sam has been uh, dedicating himself to um, fully developing the uh, the superpower of seventy five percent levitation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling to picture that. You're just you're just a lot lighter. Are you on your tiptoes? <laughs> basically, if you can imagine, like it looks like just basically uh, an advanced yoga position. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like entirely cross-legged, but you've got like one foot down. Yes, yeah, essentially. Mm. It allows like, you to I, I'm uh, balancing cr- in perfectly on a knee. <laughs> it, it allows you to cross those uh, th- those traps, uh, you know, the pit traps, which are weight based. Yes, <laughs> without needing to roll for strategy, uh, roll roll save. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, this golf. All right, well, that's uh, enough frivolity. Uh, time for things to get horrendously depressing. Oh, as, uh, <laughs> we start Flintlocks. And fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So, gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcimere. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs, our party, after engaging in a shopping spree in the uh, town of Bulwick's Bay, acquiring sweets, Chocolates, getting their codpiece studded, uh, and a certain amount, acquiring a certain amount of information as well, have proceed, had proceeded to uh, board the Kipper, the uh, smuggler's skiff, and sail across the coasts towards Slavitska's Isle. Electing the uh, more treacherous landing, to, but closer to their destination on the northern end of the Isle, the party evaded actually no they didn't even evade they stand they stood and fought off uh half a dozen sahuagin with their sharks which they were riding uh almost completely totaling the boat in the process 
conducting some hasty repairs and then again almost completely totaling the boat, attempting to land it. As the party took shelter in an old fisherman's huts, uh, hut amidst the rain, a very literal ghost of Corzin's past appeared. After a brief altercation with the spirit of Reavy the Unsightly, the uh, a former orcish companion of Corzin's failed previous adventuring career, and a certain amount of tears, guilt and recrimination, the party retreated back to the uh, fisherman's hut, consumed a copious amount of rum, and dozed, I should say, I suppose, rather than slept, rested in any case, until this, until the skies began to clear with the setting sun. It is now sunset on the 17th of Falling Leaves. The sky is a brilliant pink shot through with clouds of purple and there's still the uh, slowly setting disk of the sun on the horizon you can't actually uh, the, it's actually just a little bit above the horizon in fact because the sun uh, based on where you are sitting uh, you, you are currently st uh, positioned the sun will be setting over the high hills of Slavitska's Isles to the Isle to the west nevertheless You've rested, you've tended to your injuries, recovered what spirits you can, and indeed your spirits have recovered, those who are dependent upon them for your magic as well, and your spells restored. What will you do now? I mean, Aww. we've come all the way here. Might as well see what's at that X. Agreed. I'm guessing ghosts. Just saying, it's probably ghosts. Okay. I think anywhere on this island we're going to find ghosts. They probably know Corzin's here by now. Oh, you know, we, I'm not saying we shouldn't go, but it is probably ghosts. It probably is ghosts, yes. <laughs> Let's go kill some ghosts! Can you kill ghosts? Do we... Do we kill... Reavy? No, she no. went away. She didn't die. Yeah, she buggered off into the distance, Left. didn't she? That's not the same thing. I didn't know if that was ghost for dying. I mean, they might just walk off and then never be seen again, mightn't they? But I don't think we're that lucky. No. Uh, I'm going to uh, just pop Slavitska's Isle back into the chat into the chat so it's uh, immediately available for you. Uh, listeners will put it on Twitter again so that yep. you can also have it at this point if you would like. It will be on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, or failing that, probably on the website as well. Um, yeah. yeah. It will Ooh, be findable in multiple places. Yes, yes, there is. We that. do have one of those now. <laughs> <laughs> Although, from the perspective of current listeners, we will always have had one, so it's a strange. <laughs> True. <laughs> I forget yes. that we're. Time on a travel! Time frame. Wibbly wobbly, tell me why. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I would like to smoke some opium. 
Okay. <laughs> Cry. During during the course of the rest uh, of your rest, uh, these. No, I'd like to smoke some in the morning. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's it's night, but okay, I'll say that. Oh no, the... I mean after the yeah. rest is what I mean. <clears throat> okay, well, it takes a short rest to smoke opium, so I'm going to say you do it at the tail end of your long rest. Yeah, yeah, that works. Sure. Yeah. Um, r- okay. Uh, roll a Constitution save for me, would you? Oh, that's a four. Okay, so, uh, make a note of this. So, Celestia, your opium addiction is currently at one. Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Add, uh, also, if you, uh, because it was during a long rest, if you didn't have uh, full hit dice restored, because uh, when you you rest, when you take a long rest, you get all of your hit points back and half of your expended hit dice rounded Mm -hmm. down. Uh... You can instead restore all of your hit dice. That's the effect of taking it on a, on a long rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I yeah. think Corzin is going to do that just simply because he was fucked very nearly dead. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Corzin also, uh, so yeah, uh, give yourself a d6 temporary hit points if you haven't already. Oh, uh, it's a d6. Yeah. I'd remember it. It's just five, so no, I'll no, no, correct it's d6. that. Uh, oh, I got six. Okay. Yeah. Corzin, ah, also rolls. give yourself d6 temporary hit points and your hit dice back and roll a constitution <laughs> save, please. Uh, you are using up uh, and uh, Celestia knock down your opium supply by two since Corzin doesn't have any of his own. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, you don't have your own opium, do you, Corzin? What? You don't have your own opium, do you? No, although awesome. actually... No, you can have some going... of mine, that's all good. Oh, fine, okay. I yeah. now have a grand total of a temporary hit point. Oh. Oh. The, yeah, the, the opium uh, doesn't quite numb the pain and shock of your experience as much as you might like. Uh, no, um, what I am going to do though is I am going to roll um, my hit die. <laughs> yeah, uh, you don't need to roll the hit die. Uh, you just get you just get the expended hit dice back. You're automatically back up at full by having taken a long rest. Yeah. Right. Okay. Point. I hadn't used a hit die, so I'm still good. Yeah. Um, but also roll Constitution save for me, please, cousin. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. Yep, you you're fine. You do, your addiction counter doesn't raise. You're not addicted to opium. What does that mean, or is that going to come out later? That will come out later. The effect, the withdrawal effects. Oh, good. I was going to say, will the addiction uh, rules be on the website? Uh, probably. Yeah, I think I will, I will definitely publish these. I, I got these uh, from somewhere else. So if I when I find, uh, I'll probably need to go back and find out who they was who who wrote them, so I can probably attribute them. Yeah, we can uh, we can credit them. Yeah. Okay, so you smoke your pipes. Uh, Scamp, I'm assuming, does not. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, pack up your belongings and head out onto the wet sand. Following the path, and there is a path, uh, although it's not been. Actually, I'm going to say make. Uh, probably causing. Make a survival check, because you're the only one who's trained in it. Alright. 16. Okay. You can tell that although the original path here, and there is a path, was maintained, you know, 10 years, well, oh, more than 10 years ago when Slavitska's Isle was still inhabited uh, by its uh, human and healthy population, uh, that road has not been maintained. But that doesn't mean that it hasn't been used. And as you study the path, you can see that uh, the path is still hasn't been overgrown because of its use. 
and you can just mark out the distinctive um, webbed uh, footmarks of a number of Sawagin who have used this path fairly regularly. Would I be able to try and ascertain their numbers? Uh, yes. Uh, with that 16, I will give one moment. I'll give you an idea. <clears throat> okay. Uh, looking at it, it seems that... I mean, uh, it's you get the feeling that the track has been trodden fairly recently, but by fairly recently, that could be... You know that it has been trodden probably within the last three days you know there has been rain since okay. but it's more the it's more the long-term use that you can see uh, and it looks to you like groups of let me make a note check here uh, yeah there's only a handful at a time, if I just get the right amount here. Yeah, so it looks like only a handful have uh, used uh, 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 used this at once. You would say no more, between four to eight, parties of between four to eight. Right, I roughly. point this out to the others, including yeah. the, uh, the fact that the the path isn't overgrown and it really ought to be if this place isn't inhabited so between four and eight does that match up with your knowledge of the place previously or if we go and find supplies to fix the boat later are we going to find more of them if they're on land then it means they'll probably be looking for something they don't generally come out of the water even though they can what are they like at fighting on land uh, well, from what I know, they're uh, still capable, but they're definitely not as fast as they are in the water. Okay, that, that could be helpful. Yeah. That's not bad. You know, the water's their element, land's ours. True. Uh, I'd say, uh, cause and make a nature check. Please. And I'm going to give you advantage because they are your favourite enemy. Okay. Nature. Um, 18. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. The on, on land, they are you know, comparable. They have a comparable movement speed to uh, Celestia. Um, you know, bro broadly speaking, like 30 feet per round. Yeah, 30. They're a little faster than halflings just because of the longer legs. But uh, they also, although they are amphibious, you do know that their skin dries out. So uh, they have to resubmerge themselves at least once every four hours. Uh, okay. For, for probably at least 10 minutes at a time just to, uh, just to re-moisten their skin. Otherwise, they start uh, suffering. Uh, other, essentially, they, they start suffering, well, initially from horrendous dermatitis, and then they die horribly. Ooh, ew, yuck. So, you know, it's, it's, they do need to periodically, they, they, they can't move far from a body of water. Mm. Yeah, they, they can't stay on land for very long. Yeah. At least we don't have to worry about sharks. That's true. True. 
It's very true. Um, Unless there's land sharks. Are land sharks a thing? Roll nature check. Oh God. <laughs> can I also roll a uh, nature check for this? Yes, you can. Um, I'm not rolling a nature check. I don't want to know if land sharks are a fucking thing or not. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay. Oh. Yes, you. Uh, they are a thing. Uh, oh fuck! Twenty. Natural twenty. Okay. Yeah. No unnatural. Unnatural 20. twenty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the land shark. Uh, it's they're not strictly a shark. Uh, the land shark is more of a uh, uh, like a. a, a and Monica given to them. Uh, they're a la- they're a type of creature known as a bullet. Uh, approximately, oh, right. yeah, approximately the size of. Um, I don't suppose uh, probably neither of you would have seen a rhinoceros. It's not you know that that's more a creature that you'd find in say Haldanos. Uh, but yeah, you could you can picture a creature about the size of a large wagon, uh, which burrows through the ground as fast as it can move uh, over it. Uh, and is famous for uh, leaping huge distances, and its entire upper body being covered in uh, grey, in thick grey armor. Nope. Do either of you guys mention this to Celestia? <laughs> like, is this something that you say out loud, or you just, you just uh, quietly freak out to yourself? Uh, my cousin Norrit once said that he saw a uh, a land shark. I thought that was a joke. What? I think I do remember something about them. They've Holy got, shit! Um, large They're not technically sharks, though. I thought no, the they, fucking underdark was bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're worried about some of the things in the underdark. These things are positively pedestrian by comparison. Um, I will actually say, because of, because of what they're mentioning. Uh, if they give you a bit of a description of them, you can make a, 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 a nature check with advantage. Okay. <laughs> ah, shit. Um, where's nature? <laughs> That's like an eight. I rolled a five and a six, guys. <laughs> it sounds kind of familiar. Like maybe exists, maybe some version of that exists in the Underdark, but not in the caves in which you grew, in which you grew up. I feel like maybe we have big scary fish on legs in the Underdark. I've never heard of that before. Not sure. Right. Maybe I'm gonna keep a really good eye out for <laughs> land sharks. <laughs> yeah, there are let's plenty do of that. nasty burrowy things in the Underdark. You you have a, an overabundance of them, darling. You don't have to tell me that there's plenty of burrowy nasty things in the Underdark. We know that. Sorry, that was out Come of character. On. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, I thought it was in character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, what Corson would uh, say is, yeah, positively pedestrian by some of the things I've heard about lives in the Underdark. Oh, I could tell you stories about the Underdark that would make your hair curl, darling. Right, let's go and get to this X then. Come yeah, on. Yeah, let's okay. walk nice and quiet. <laughs> okay. Um, you, if you wish to move stealthily, you can. It will reduce your pace, but. Uh... I think would. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm so stealthy. Yeah, go on. Right. Then why not? <laughs> Let's take some yeah, stealth checks. Right. <laughs> Ooh, twelve. Um, um, do I yet get the disadvantage that we discussed, or is that? Uh. Oh uh, no, it's okay, not sufficiently cool. not sufficiently glitzy. 
Well, yeah, listeners, just for the record, we discussed that if my outfits get too outlandish, I start getting disadvantaged to stealth, but we're not there yet. <laughs> no, we're so not makes, there yet. So that makes absolute sense. <laughs> You'll do like a costume first. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that is a 14 for Sebastian. 22. Nice. Ooh, well done. Nice. Okay. <clears throat> so, the three of you uh, make your way, taking advantage uh, off the path, but you know, near it, taking advantage of the uh, underbrush and overgrown vegetation to gain as much stealth as you can uh, I'm going to uh, 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 now you scamp you mentioned you're keeping a stern eye out for land sharks yeah. so can I have you make a, uh, a perception check please oh dear. Oh, I'm so good at that please tell me um, she doesn't see a land shark 13. I really don't want to see a land shark. Okay. You carry on walking for about an hour. Um, the X marked itself is perhaps two and a half hours journey away. So about an hour into your journey, Scamp, you're keeping an eye out for land sharks, and uh, by this point, the sun has set in its entirety. Uh, there's still a faint pink glow on the horizon, uh, but now the sky is mostly purple and, and deep blue. The first few stars are beginning to come out. And uh, aided by your tiefling vision, uh, you do have. You are good at seeing in the dark. Uh, you spot what looks like uh, a curiously large heap of stones. Uh, land shark, land shark, Concealed within a small glade of trees. It's a little oh, bit, no. it's probably about five minutes walk off the path, uh, but it is, but its presence is, marks you as being curious. There's a thing over there. Do we still see the um, tracks of the Sahuagin? Yes, they are continuing uh, pretty much dead on the path towards the X. Okay. So there needs to be some water ahead if we've been walking this. Oh no, it's only been an hour. So fine. let me get this straight in my brain. There's a path. Is it going past the pile of rocks or is it going? It goes past the, the pile of rocks. rocks. The pile of rocks is about maybe like a three, four minute walk out of the, uh, off the path. Let's go and have a look. Just wanders off the path. Scares. It might be land shark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you head off towards the large pile of rocks. Um, land shark. And you can see... Stop saying land shark. <laughs> in the darkness, this pile at first seems to take the form of a huge land shark. <laughs> oh, God. But as you get Celestia closer... Celestia runs and crouches behind Scamp when, it, when the light hits it. She just yeah, goes, ah! Like, just like it, there's a little bit of a rise because it's situated within a hollow in the hillside surrounded by trees. It's actually quite a, quite a peaceful sort of place. Um, but yeah, there's a moment where these, this pile of rocks looks like a land shark. But as you get closer, you realise, no, it's not. Uh, these stones, each of which is perhaps the size of, say, you know, a football, you know, different size, different shapes. They look like they've been um, brought here from the cliffs that surround the island, and. Um, they are piled into a cairn. Uh, what do you mean by a cairn? 
forgive my ignorance. Uh, a cairn so... is like a large, like a sort of, think of a rough pyramid of rocks, mm-hmm. usually built as a burial mound. Oh, Looking at it, you can see that uh, the can has been disturbed. Several of the rocks have been pulled away from it and uh, scattered around the can. It's been broken open and you can just spot in the fading light over the horizon faint bleached white bones. Um, but there are also other... But there are also clearly displayed, uh, clear skeletons scattered all around this glade. And looking at them, you can see the distinctive fish-like heads, uh, the strangely rubbery, uh, what would have once been rubbery, although the cartilage is now long since rotted away, to leave more bleached white bones. The skeletons of a number of Sawagin. Uh, you can see, looking at it, you can see that the top of the cairn has been disturbed. The fall, the, st- the stones at the very top have, fo- have fallen away, and you can see that. Uh, and, and I'm actually going to ask anyone who wants to look around to make an investigation check, please. Yes, please. Will do. Yeah. Fuck's sake! <laughs> this is seven Whoa. from Celestia. <laughs> uh, six. <laughs> God, okay. we're too busy looking for land sharks. <laughs> three. Yeah, no, Six, three, and <laughs> seven. <laughs> it takes you ten minutes of searching, mm-hmm. so you don't so you don't find anything immediately. Can see one of the skeletons is partially can, has partially fallen into a bush, and it's only. Do I recognize them? These skeletons you recognise as Sawagin. You haven't looked inside the can and disturbed it, but if you want to, then I'll say you can make a medicine check to examine the bones inside. Uh, okay, and while I will do, do so. While you're doing that, uh, um, Celestia will stumble upon the one in the bush. Oh, that's a twenty-three. Okay, nice. I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you, Celestia, uh, looking around in the bush, you see that the skeleton's hand has fallen into it. It's been disturbed by the passage of years, small animals, the tree, the, the growth of the bush, and similar. But what was clearly once clutched in its in its hand is a steel cutlass uh, that is gleaming bright gunmetal grey, uh, as fresh as the day it was forged. Um. You can, uh, you can uh, at the same uh, about thirty seconds later, scamp. As you're um, looking around, you find under one of the rib cages, it's kind of sunk into some mud, uh, oh. and so because, just because of time, like you know, the, gra- there's, the th- rain has happened, uh, mud has built up around it. You can just make out what looks like a wooden barrel stock, partly sticking out of the earth. You could probably pull it out if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, why not? Let's try. Okay. Um, give me a strength check, just for fun. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a six. <laughs> it takes a while, and you actually fall onto your ass trying to oh, pull it out. <laughs> but as you remove it, um, some of the, the mud actually seems to slide off it in places, and it's very easy to clean. Uh, pulling out from beneath this rib cage is a huge blunderbuss wow. and again its barrel is 
in steel, shining as clean as Does the Does it look like the one Dame's that the fort. ghost had? Yeah, it looks pretty much identical to that one. Uh, oh, at that shit. point, uh, Corzin, Corzin. by this point, yeah. Corzin, you finished, you look, you've been examining the bones, and yeah, they are thicker, more... Um, designed to you know to, to hold more muscle than standard humanoid bones thicker even than the Sawagin bones which were you know designed to be more rubbery and cartilaginous well I say design you know uh, evolved to be and uh, yeah you can tell that buried in the can are the bones of a female orc okay he um, takes off his tricorn is quiet for a moment and then says well Reavy it, it seems that someone paid you more respect than I did looking around having looked at the bones you can see that some of the orc bones are actually still are, have, were actually removed and are scattered around the cairn around the, around the clearing Okay, he's going to try and find them and put them back into uh, a respectful order. I'm going to go over to him with the cutlass while he's I'm doing that. The, the gun over. Yeah. Corzin, does this mean anything to you? Is that is that hers? This is hers, right? He nods. I'm going to put it in with the bones. Same. Okay, you. Takes. Can I check to see if the blunderbuss is charged? Uh, <laughs> the uh, blunderbuss itself? Yeah. Uh, let me see. I'm not going to take it, but that's significant. <laughs> it is. There is still lodged into it uh, when, uh, the, a slug shot uh, rather than Sometimes you could use slug shot or grape shot in these. In this case, mm-hmm. there's a slug shot. What is, what is the difference? Again, for the uh, again, it's like a shot, essentially like the shotgun slug. It's a slug. It's a large. Uh, it's essentially it's a large lead ball, uh, thicker and heavier than you'd use in your musket. Okay. Uh, to do, which does more damage to a single target and fires a bit further. Like a really small cannonball, are we talking? Yeah, yeah basically, just yeah. A, or like a rather a large musket ball mm. uh, versus, say, grape shot, which is which yeah, is like bullet size. Yeah, bu- yeah. No, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I say I mean like proper like buckshot, like lots of small balls, like ball bearing size. Yeah, is what you would yeah. call it yeah. instead. Um, and you know that uh, there is still there is still packed in. Uh, a few corns of powder <laughs> and uh, looking over it you can see uh, etched along the barrel there is a very fine spider work of um, glyph of arcane glyphs do I have any knowledge normal? of these? you can make an arcana check if you wish that's not bad. Oh, that's a seventeen. Yeah, this is an. Uh, it, there, it appears to be an enchantment, uh, which was made into the uh, put into the both the blunderbuss. You can see there's a matching one on the steel on the cutlass, mm. uh, which you if you you know you don't have any means of detecting magic, but if you had to guess, you would say it probably has the effect of maintaining its condition without the, uh, and protecting it from rust and decay. Mm. I indicate the glyph to Corzin. She was prepared, your Reavy. <laughs> Always. 
would I recall that this was something that she had on it? Oh yeah, you recall it, and um, yeah, I, I think the, I think I've sent you a message previously about these two specifically. Yeah, yeah. Um, he places it down next to the bones and uh, with the cutlass. Okay. You... I'm gonna pour us three small cups of rum, okay. and uh, hand them to both of us and say, "Well, you know, it's." a sailor's burial, isn't it? It's got to be rum. You um, place the bones... Calls in, takes a tot, and pours some out. <laughs> you pour the bone. You place the bones back into the can. You take ten minutes to re- restore the heavy stones and place the cutlass and the blunderbuss atop the can. As, and you fill up the drinks, and as you pour one out, causing you look across past the cairn to the other side of the clearing, and standing there, form still silvery, just reflected very faintly in the lo- in the last few rays of dusk light before night falls. There is the silvery form of Rivi. Face no longer twisted with rage, but expectant, waiting. I walk towards her. She makes your I say, Reevee, who did this? She glances round at the... uh, she glances round at the Salagin skeletons. Celestia's got one hand on a gun, just in case. They tried to dig up your body. She looks to the two, uh, to the two weapons atop the cairn. The, uh, the twins of the ones of those couples at her hip, and holstered on her back. Fucking animals. But someone buried her. That means someone survived. Do you know who did? She looks back. She's just looking at you, causing waiting. What do you want? Yeah. That's my question. What now? She's just waiting. I think we go kill some fish people. She raises a hand and points to your chest, causing directly at your arm. Okay, or not. I sort of raise a hand reflexively to it. And... She looks sad. Hmm. Can I do an insight check to try and figure out what she's trying to tell me. Yeah. yeah, you can do. An I would check. like to stand very subtly in between Corzin and the blunderbuss. Uh, the one on the, the, one on the yeah. uh, can. Okay, you do. I'm blocking his path if he tries to go for it. Yeah. That was fortunate. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to move subtly closer to him as well. 20, unnatural. You get the feeling that she is sad and sorrowful for you 
you get the feeling that she's waiting for you to say something. I say to her, Reavy, you didn't deserve this. You deserved so much better. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to forgive myself for uh, turning tail and running like I did, but if there is anything left that I can do to make things even the tiniest bit more right, then I'm not leaving this island before they're done. She kneels down so that her head is just slightly above yours. She draws the cutlass from her hip with one hand, the blunderbuss with the other, nods to your hands and places the silvery ghostly forms of both into them. A wind picks up, begins to blow through the clearing, rustling the trees, the leaves. She reaches with one hand and cups your head and feels chill, but like a, like a winter breeze. She closes her eyes and smiles a little, and she plants one kiss upon your forehead. The wind grows stronger, and the rest of you watch as her form seems to shiver for a moment and then break apart in the wind, scattering as motes of moonlight. Her and instinctively reaches towards as uh, she uh, disintegrates, basically. But you feel a lot, just a wisp of something, and a sense of kinship. Corzin and Celestia, <coughs> you also see something, just a hint of something silvery and faint, break away from. Her spirit as it disintegrates and flit away into the night. When you look down, causing the full, true form of both Cutlass and Blunderbuss in your hand are in your hands, and you can see that there are two markings upon them, one on each that you couldn't see before. There are marks scribed onto the barrel and the blade in cursive. The blunderbuss reads dishonor and the cutlass reads death. The wind dies down. Corzin is not a crier, and in the last 12 hours he has cried himself out. There are not um, any left, but he um, clutches them and just sort of breathes heavily 
for a few moments. So I'm going to go up and put a hand on his shoulder. Uh, Scam, looking up to the uh, cairn, you can see that the weapons have disappeared from there. They're now in Scam's hands. Oh, in uh, Corson's hands. I'm also going to top up his rum. I'm going to just hug him. I... I don't know that I deserve this, but maybe... I don't know. I've just been offered the opportunity to earn them. And he stands up, slings the uh, the blunderbuss over his shoulder, which I imagine is a fair amount of his entire um, weight height. Yeah. Um, well, not yeah, not so much weight, but yeah, it is. Uh, it's a little shorter than it, it's a little shorter than the three foot carbine uh, you, you you carry. So it's it is your height. Uh, okay. I think you've just been offered some kind of forgiveness, or at least the chance for it. And um, not many people get that, so I don't, don't intend waste, to it. waste it. I do not intend to waste it. Okay. I uh, put the cutlass on the opposite side to. Um, uh, well, actually, I've, I've got two scimitars on there, so... Uh, uh, the cutlass, um, I'll describe the exact statistics of it, but functionally it can be used in place of one of your uh, scimitars with uh, with the same statistics, no penalty. Right, okay. Um, I will take off one of my scimitars and um, put it in my pack. The blade uh, sings softly as it enters its, uh, its new scabbard. Well, it's more of like a ring sheath, isn't it? But yeah. Mm. Well, I turn around, look once more at the uh, can, make sure everything is um, as it should be, and then I start walking slowly, almost falteringly, back to the path. You return and continue walking upon the path. Stealthily. Stealthily. I'm using your same stealth checks as before. Okay. Uh, A quick word upon mechanics. Uh, The cutlass I've already stated. The blunderbuss uh, requires uh, blunderbuss ammunition, uh, which you do not currently have except for one slug shot uh, within it. Uh, and slightly more, uh, and requires a slightly larger charge of powder. Uh, right. I will, uh, which I will go into in more detail later. Uh, if you acquire buckshot for it, it mm-hmm. does damage in a fifteen-foot cone. Three d six damage within the first five feet. Two d six in the next five feet, and one d six in the last five feet. Okay. Uh, any, it can be used uh, without disadvantage against a creature within five feet of you, and uh, if that cre- creature it's uh, if that creature fails it, a DC ten strength save, it will be knocked back ten feet and prone. Nice. That is so good. Yeah. It can otherwise <laughs> uh, shoot a slug, which will do three d six damage to a single target. Uh, 
with range 20 feet without disadvantage, 60 feet with. Okay. Um, I was just thinking also the the kickback from this would probably oh, yeah. possibly be enough to uh, take Corzin off his feet anyway. It's a good thing Corzin is as strong as he is. <laughs> yeah, he is actually. I mean, you know what's happening if you get a natural one with that. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, so far, no one has managed to hit natural one with a with a gunpowder weapon yet. I think in this in this playthrough, I am waiting for it to happen. Oh if dear! I miss it, if I miss it, alert me to it. Lurking for a natural one with a gun. Yeah, because we are in the <laughs> age of misfires. Have a strength requisite in order to wield. <laughs> Uh, I think I, I think it should, and I think you so satisfy it. Uh, it might Good. be, it might, it possibly might, it possibly might in, incur disadvantage if Scamp were to try and use it. Oh, it definitely would. Yeah, yeah, Scamp's a child. Like, yeah. that seems fair. Um, but uh, don't give guns to yeah, children. One other thing no. about both <laughs> weapons: uh, yeah. both <laughs> weapons are ghost touched. Meaning that they ignore damage uh, resistance against incorporeal uh, enemies. Hmm. So they will do full damage to uh, spectral opponents. Could be helpful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm going to bring this up to Kurzim while we're walking. So, um, you said there were two more, yeah? Yeah, that's right. Right. I think if we found Rivi's last remains, like you said, somebody buried her. Are yeah, they, I mean, are they like the same, like big guns and swords, or are we going to have to worry about other stuff? One of them you said was a wizard, didn't you? That Philippe. was it, wizard. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> and the other one was a uh, cleric. Oh, so there's gods involved. Oh, spirit. What are they? Not gods. Nearly gods. <laughs> Um, strict Saints. religious. The strict religious doctrine of the regent. Uh, Saints. That's yes. the word. <laughs> I didn't go to church much. I, for one, am very surprised. Um, <laughs> so, basically, we need to watch out for ghosts. Right. Okay. Um, you continue. Also, watch out for the. Um, Fish people. The Swagin bastards. Yeah, we're gonna need and to go to sharks. that we're gonna need to go to that village, aren't we, later, to get stuff to fix the boat. One problem at a time. But yeah. Okay, let's do the X first, then um okay. let's worry about that later. So, uh let's see how overcast it is. Okay. Uh there Is it not still night time? Uh yeah. Yeah, it's it's night. Oh right. So I need to know how overcast it is so moonlight. in terms of moonlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, there, the answer is it's not fully overcast, uh, so there is a dim amount of moonlight and starlight. There are clouds in the sky. I assume uh, that's happy light for my drow eyes. Yeah, that's comfortable light for your eyes. Cool. Oh, um, the sunglasses are off. How exciting. Yeah. Uh, what it does, what this means is, it is still dark, uh, but it means that Corzin, uh, well, I think Corzin has, uh, has sight-based, uh, perception checks with disadvantage, um, Unless there is a uh, unless there is a clear light source, uh, Scamp and Celestia, your sight checks are without disadvantage within your dark vision radiuses, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, and disadvantage beyond those. Cool. So the idea is, yeah, you can, uh, Scamp, you can see normally within sixty feet. 
uh, Celestia you can see normally within 120. Whereas if you were in pitch darkness, uh, scam uh, the Corzin wouldn't be able to make checks at all, and both of you would have disadvantage within your radius, but be able to see. Cool. I'm just <laughs> sorry. I'm just trying to very much lay down the line on how we're doing dark how vision, dark vision works to yeah. perception yeah, sure. checks. No, that's something people definitely yeah. tend to do differently from each other, so yeah. that's good so to that's, know. That's the way it works in this uh, in this campaign. Uh, so, um, with that in mind... Can uh, I do an insight check to notice if I see if Corzin seeing badly? Uh, you don't need to do a, to do an insight check. You know from experience that Corzin does not have your eyesight. Corzin, do you want some help with that? How much is Corson struggling here? <laughs> I mean, not terribly. Uh, the thing is, it's you have as much eyesight as you or I might have if we were stood up on Dartmoor and mm. trying to see things in the distance. Mm. Like, Location we, shout out. Well, yeah. <laughs> every time I've been to Dartmoor, it's been foggy as fuck. So. <laughs> yep. Dartmoor on a fortunately clear night. <laughs> I went in July. I never saw more than meters in front of my face. <laughs> I um, I put a little. There are about three days a year. <laughs> <laughs> I put a little light on the end of my finger, like an ET sort of thing. Do, do you do you need some of this? So I can do this for you if you want. No. How well do the fish see in the dark? I would know this. Uh, you would know this. Uh, I can confirm that for you. Uh, you know that they see as well as Celestia in the dark. Ah. So is the light going to be... Yeah, I, I say to Celestia, now, understand what you're uh, thinking there, and under normal circumstances, absolutely, but that's going to mean that they can see us better than we can see them. I have a point. I um, I do like I'm doing um, like a magic trick and put the light behind Scamp's ears. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. I spent a good minute like trying to find the light in my ear. <laughs> that is just adorable. <laughs> so cute. I'm dying. <laughs> so, you head out. Uh, you continue on for another uh, hour and a half under the uh, starlit and somewhat moonlit sky. The moon is currently... Um, you're not really sure if it's well, it's not waxing or waning exactly. It's it's not gibbous. You don't know if it's going up or down because you've not been watching the moon phases lately. Uh, but it's certainly not full on you. So, uh, half moon. I will say <laughs> half moon. Full moon. Uh, half moon. Oh, Total eclipse. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so I hit that point in D and D where we're doing uh, Jaffa cake references. So <laughs> that's good. Because some advertising is really good and stays with you forever. God, I was in okay. primary school when that advert happened. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, international listeners. Sorry, this reference is probably lost on you. Yeah. It used to be a Jaffa cake <laughs> advert in the UK. <laughs> well, I can remember that now. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was just the tone, and you got worse. <laughs> so. Jaffa cake um, references aside. <laughs> Jaffa cake references aside, you um, as you make your way along, uh, you, you have a choice here. Uh, how close do you want to stick to the path? If you stick close to the path, you will, you know, you, the you, well, you will definitely reach your destination. You can see that it's heading clearly towards where the X will be. If you go off the path, there's a chance of a better 
of a better vantage point before approaching whatever that X is, but there's also a chance that you will get lost. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to wander down the middle of the path until somebody objects. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should try. I mean, we're pretty stealthy, aren't we? But we don't know. I assume we feel pretty stealthy. You certainly feel pretty stealthy. I'm very subtle. <laughs> I'm going to just walk very slightly to the side of the path and follow them. Actually, I want to make an, uh, another observation. Um,. Has the frequency of the tracks as we've got yeah. closest to the X increased or decreased? Uh, make a sub- another survival check, please. Uh, this is a straight check uh, without uh, without a clear light source. Fair enough. Is how far from the shore are we in terms of time walking? Time walking, uh, you are currently about two hours from the shore, and you'd say that the X seems to be about two and a half hours total. Okay. Okay, but the X isn't that source. They're in trouble. The X isn't that far from the shore, though, is it? Like looking at the map. Uh, but is it two and a half hours like on all sides is that how it works uh, rather I would say it's I mean it's not that far from the shore in an absolute sense uh, but the question is uh, approach uh, the okay. uh, the sh- most of the islanders surround my apologies <laughs> so, thank you most of the island is surrounded by high cliffs which um, oh, right. okay. unless yeah. the Sauagin, uh had some sort of secret stairs or something would not be able to easily traverse hence the so, need to travel <coughs> ah again uh, hence the need to travel uh, from the beach mm, okay because it's the only so they would be logically taking the same route they would logically be taking the same route yeah because mm. it's the only so we can assume there's some sort of body of water around like Otherwise a lake or something drying out by the time they get back to shore hmm They've got four hours and we've done two already. That's another two back. That's We're at their limit for how far they can go unless they know there's water ahead. You do have a point there, actually. Maths! Ha! <laughs> I can do basic addition! <laughs> well, that suggests a causing then that... Scamp's very they're... proud of themselves. I pat Scamp on the head. Because <laughs> they added two and two and got four. <laughs> Would that suggest to Corzin that, that there would have to be another um, uh, water source somewhere in order for them to have got this far in Yeah, life? definitely. Uh, you know that there must be some some sort of source of... Uh, you do know that Sawagin can make do with fresh water uh, for, for a time. Like, they'd... They can subsist, or yeah, you know, they can survive using fresh water for wet, moistening their skin for three to four days before they need salt water again. Right. So, okay. they, so like they they couldn't survive their yeah they couldn't survive without at least re- returning to the sea at least once a week, um, just because yeah they are freshwater creatures they are saltwater creatures. Right. Uh, but they can you know they can make do with uh, with say a freshwater pool. Mm. All right. Um, I'm going to say to the others, keep your eyes out for a lake or a lagoon or something. They couldn't okay. have been this far inland without uh, another source of water. Okay. I mean, we've just got to hope that the X isn't a source of water, really. It's not like in the middle of a bloody lake or something. 
If it's a source of water, then that's going to answer some uh, some questions and raise a whole bunch of new ones. Okay. Oh, good. All right, I'm going to say... Cause it, okay, I'm going to say if multiple of you who are searching, it will grant advantage on the perception check. Uh, in fact, I would say you you have advantage on the perception. Uh, yeah, it'll give, grant you advantage on your perception check for search to search for uh, clues to this possible source of water. Mm-hmm. But one of you will need to choose who is leading the search. Causing you would have disadvantage, which would cancel this out because you're keeping yeah. stealthy. Uh, Celestia, you have the longer range of searching. Mm-hmm. Scamp, you have a shorter range, but. Uh, depending, yeah, you, know, you made you, uh, it's up to you what you feel would be the better to do the search. Um, my eyes are better than all of yours, so yeah, I could take the lead on this one if you'd like. Might also be better put to uh, keeping an eye out to make sure no one no one tries to jump us. All right, mm, you do have a point actually. Yeah. I could be the lookout while Scamp looks for looks for the eggs. Probably a sound idea. Yeah, that's not not a bad not a bad point actually. Um, also, I do have you know a, a ranged weapon and that, so that could be useful. Um, yeah, scamp, look for the treasure. I'll I'll really check if anyone's loud. coming to kill us. What? You have a really loud ranged weapon. Very true. Yeah, worry about that's that later. Point, actually, <laughs> um, has my um, carbine dried out yet? Oh yes, it dried out during the long rest. Uh, in the event that your, wo- that your weapons get wet, it takes a short rest to dry them out. Okay, fine. That's generous. That's the that is the rule I am going with. Like, I'm, like mechanically, enough. I'm setting that as the rule. Yeah. Cool. If Thanks. you're similarly, if your carbine should break for whatever reason, uh, you it will take a short rest to fix it. Okay. Yeah, unless it is completely destroyed, I suppose. Right, yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Mm. We are going for... Yeah, like, I've chosen those mechanics for flow of story reasons. <laughs> right. So, uh... Sensible. Who is, so who's doing the searching for the water source? Scamp, I think. Scamp. Or yeah. Scamp. Yeah. Roll, and, and I'm going to keep a lookout. Yeah. Roll, I suppose, your choice. Perce- uh, perception or... Survival with advantage. Could I assist her? You are there. Uh, you. What to... Yeah. You, I'm going to say that. Them. This them. Is, sorry. Yeah, sorry. This. This is. This is you assist with with you assisting them. Right. So yeah. Advantage. Apologies yeah. for every time we gender scamp as you. Like we both need to get better at that. Like yeah. all of us. Yeah. Like, right. Just correct us whenever we do it, and we'll make sure we get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So. It, wow. Wow. Did you roll a one? No, I rolled double sixes. Oh, fuck's sake. My overwhelming wisdom becomes a six. (laughs) God, uh, your wisdom's nearly as bad as Celestia's. (laughs) I haven't had much time to become wise yet. What do I need to roll to look out for people killing us? Uh, Perception. Okay. Uh, Just normal, actually. Normal, because... Oh, that's... um, that would be a total of three. <laughs> so, um, okay. everything, everything's fine. There's no one coming. It's all good. <laughs> all right. One moment. 
Okay, you you search around, proceeding along the path closer towards your destination. Uh, there is no apparent sight, as far as you can tell, of anyone sneaking up on you, no land sharks. At the same time, uh, your search for a source of water is not immediately apparent. You continue forwards for another half hour or so before you rise over a bit of a... Uh, the path can goes over a bit of a crest and leads down into a uh, small valley in the hills. You can just make out that there is a small hillock at the bottom of the valley uh, which appears to be surrounded in part by what might be a fence? I'm going to ask you for perception checks to see if you can try and figure out more detail. All of us? Yeah. There is, there is disadvantage no... on mine? Yeah, this is, there's definitely disadvantage. Actually, I'm going to say <laughs> this is beyond everyone. Actually, no. Uh, disadvantage for anyone because this is beyond 120 feet. Damn, that was good. <laughs> okay, perception. Uh, oh my god. Even Ten. with disadvantage, oh, okay. I got a 17. Uh, oh. 12 for me. Okay. 10. Okay. Uh... 12 and 17. 17 then. Uh, so, Scamp and Celestia, you can't see a lot more than that there's a fence of some sort around, yes, encircling an area immediately in front of this hillock. Uh, Causing, you can see that there is a moat that has been dug around this fence. There is no obvious gate into it that you can see. And you can see that there are, there is some sort of a uh, large, what appears to be a circular doorway set into, uh, made of stone, some sort of stone, set into the side of the hillock. Uh, I will ask you to make a history check with advantage, by the so way. So it looks a bit like a sort of little hobbit hole kind of door. Uh, well, right. now that you've stated that, I will say that, yes, causing you recognise this as a classic halfling dwelling of uh, Kearney's style. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to spoil the check. I was literally just asking about look. So <laughs> but I no, this is, this is indeed <laughs> exactly, yeah, it is exactly a hobbit hole. Um... You Shall cannot... I still roll it just to see if I can figure out any specifics? Uh, I will, I will, no, but I will have you do that when you get closer. Uh, now, okay. uh, you can also see that uh, part of the that the moat is fed from a stream, which you can just faintly hear bubbling uh, down from uh, the hills, which then runs on uh, further you know, uh, uh, through through another path until it eventually hit, re- will eventually reach one of the cliffs and presumably just pour into the sea. Uh, the stream appears to have initially been diverted to fulfil the water needs of this ho- of this halfling house, um, but has been significantly expanded to allow for the moat. And you can just see, pardon me, inside the wooden enclosure, uh, also a smaller pool that uh, meets up to the wood on the interior. Mm. Uh, you can just you you can't make out any figures within the uh, enclosure, but Cousin, I'm glad you made that seventeen. Uh, <laughs> what you can spot are uh, as you're looking around, uh, having looked at that, you kind of take a bit of a scan of the surrounding area, and you can see that behind you, having circled around, already spotting you during your earlier searching efforts. Oh. There are a band of four Sawagi. Uh, they are cur- they are about uh, f- 
They are now closing to just about 30 feet away. They have, okay. uh, and they have uh, what looked to be, yeah, I'm going to say it would be harpoon. Actually, no, would it be 60? I'll just quit. I'll just roll for this. Easy way. 40 feet away. Thank you. Going to... And they have harpoons in hand. Okay, he is going to slowly start um, drawing his weapons. Okay. And um, in such a way that hopefully uh, both Scamp and Celestia will notice this and follow suit, but um, without making it obvious that it's because he's seen them. Okay. Like, Make he's a... going to try and give the impression that, okay, I'm approaching something I've not seen before. I'm going to defend myself. Not, I know exactly where you are, and okay, I'm going make to a, Make a deception check, then, if you're, if you're doing right. it like that. Natural twenty. Yes. <laughs> yes. Only chance. Okay. They 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 continue on their sl- their slow approach. They don't believe they they don't seem to realise they've lost the uh, element of surprise yet. Okay. They seem to I... be trying to move into comfortable range for their harpoons. Um. I'm gonna say they're now thirty feet away. Okay. One thing. Damn it. I was going to say, it'd be really useful if Corson uh, had They are now other... 25 feet away. Right. Um, he just says to um, the, the two of them very quietly, right, four of them closing up on this 25 feet that way. Right. 20 feet away. Okay, should we just start chucking stuff? You got it. They don't know yet. Be ready. And at that point, they get, they're getting ready to throw, so I'm going to ask you to roll initiative, please. Oh. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Ooh. We all panicked, didn't we? Didn't <laughs> <laughs> do anything. Uh, that's uh, a 13. Okay. So a non-natural 20. Nice. So scamp 20, cause in 16. Me 13. So let's do a 13. And... <laughs> okay. And they That's got either they really, got. really good or really, really bad. Okay, so, uh, Corzin. Yeah. Over to you. Oh. Okay, so they are attempting to throw. Uh, yeah, you can see they're getting. They're, 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 they've all got harpoons and they've, they've already picked their targets and are you know, getting ready for their strike. Okay. They're about to throw. The lead one. Mm-hmm. I am going to attempt to blast with my um, carbine straight okay. in the face. Okay, there is no like, uh, there is no obvious leader, but bang. you pick, you can pick one at random, uh, which you do. Okay, right. go for it. Roll your attack. That is going to be a fifteen to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Yes. Uh, 13 percussive. Okay, bang! It smacks him in the face, blows away part of his cheek. Uh, and you hear... <laughs> just hissing from, from it. At this point, every... Yeah, you, you're, your presence is now very awake. You actually hear birds flutter away I, in the distance. I yell mockingly, you're going to have to do better than that one, you fishy bastards. Okay, uh, do you want to use a bonus action or move at all? 
Uh, yeah, actually, I'm going to, um, having done that, try and move into melee range. Okay, you, you can easily move straight up to any of them. I'm assuming the one you just shot? Yep. Okay, you holster your carbine and draw your uh, your two scimitars, uh, yep. which includes the cutlass, which I will refer to as scimitar, uh, despite its inaccuracy, uh, just for, for right. convenience from, from this point onwards. Okay, so, uh, Scamp. You uh, you should have gone first. My apologies. I got the. I was going to say, do, are we out of it? We are. In we are initiative. Rounds. I just okay. I just misread names. Okay. My handwriting. Oh well. I'm terribly sorry. So scamp. Uh, you. I can, didn't think either. <laughs> uh, you, you, you can. Uh, uh, I guess we reverse guess, it next yes. round. Yeah, we'll do it properly after this. We'll just Causing yeah. like sheer rage. We'll just wreck we'll we'll forwards. Yeah. Scamp, go. <laughs> uh, okay. How many? Two. Four of them. Four of them. Okay, uh, I'm going to twin spell a chromatic orb and get my little diamond out again. Okay, nice. Lovely. And um, Tides of Chaos 1. Okay. To give a bit of advantage. Tides now active. <laughs> oh, God, it makes me so it. nervous. I hate uh, it. So I'm going to use Tides on the one up against Corzin. Okay. You, so as you see, Corzin lower, lower his uh, gun to fire. Uh, you get uh, in there with a twin shot. That is a 22 That hits, roll damage. Uh, uh, it's going to be lightning damage. Okay. Ooh, ooh, mixture of terrible and good. Uh, 16. Okay, uh, you strike it with a with a ball of lightning, uh, blasting its chest open at the ex- and a split second later, Corzin blows its head off. Uh, with, a, with a carbine shot, causing you then move move into melee with someone next to it. <laughs> Excellent, love it. Um, Retroactive storytelling, ladies. Yes. And, <laughs> and I guess that's the one that I attempt to shoot as well. Yes. With the twinned blast. Go for it. Uh, which is a non-natural twenty. That hits. Roll damage. Uh, ooh, 17. Ooh, nice. Making up for last week ooh. when I was rolling the ones. Okay, this one you blast it. Uh, it shivers and, and shocks with the lightning, but it's not actually downed by it. Okay. And I'm going to back away. Okay, you put some, yeah, you put an extra 30 feet of distance away from these things. They're now 50 feet from you. Uh, Celestia. Uh, okay. So again, roll the two. I. Can I get how many of them can I get within fifteen feet of me without being in range of Corzin or Scamp? Uh, I mean, the you would need to run all the way behind them because Corzin has run into melee with one of them. Oh, yeah. um, how I far guess, would that be? Actually, no. I guess if, okay. So Corzin is in uh, melee with uh, currently the leftmost of them. So I guess they were twenty feet from you. You could just hit the two that Corzin is not next to if you ran in a diagonal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to run in a diagonal. Okay. Whilst I'm running, <laughs> I'm going to flip my guitar round to the front of me, and I'm going to end it in a knee slide and a power chord. So I'm going to slide as my ears going, and I'm going to do a thunder wave. Okay. It's a constitution <laughs> save, right? Uh, yes, con save. Okay. It's going to be nice one and loud. 20, so loud. And <laughs> so one, subtle. And 115, so I think they both save. <laughs> But still yeah, take the lightning damage. didn't do it. The <laughs> following thunder did. Yeah, um, a thunderous boom that can be heard 300 feet away. I'm yeah. assuming that comes in the form of a power chord with mine. Yeah. So. I mean, the, the advantage... Well, that's really yeah, Surprise good. had already been lost at this point. Okay, so I've got a 12 for okay, that. Both so whoever didn't six save six points got of half. damage. They both took... Uh, they, uh, your, your, your save is 14, so I think they both saved. 
but they still take uh, six points of damage. Yeah, and um, as my bonus action, I'm going to assume that I've done my power cord one way up the guitar neck. I'm going to stand up, turn around to the other two so that they can see me do do a power cord the other way down the guitar neck. So I go, like the other way back down. Yeah. And I flip my hair up and look at them and I'm going to give myself a wondrous appearance and they both get five temporary hit points. And can, uh, <laughs> because you, College of Glamour uh, is hilarious. Additionally, if you wish, you can use your reaction to move up to your movement without provoking attacks of opportunities. Yes, you can. You can move as much as you want. I will move five more feet away. Okay, I mean, <laughs> if you wish, you could you could actually move another thirty feet away if you want. No, no I've okay. only got sixty feet. Okay, of, you move five more vision. feet away. <laughs> I don't want to not see them. <laughs> okay, I've been thunderstruck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so again, we'll take uh, their actions. Uh, okay, seeing their leader, uh, well, not the leader, but like one round of one of them completely destroyed. Uh, the one opposite uh, causing is causing you're on full hit points, so, uh, so yep. it's going to attack normally. Is just going to oh nice, it's going to stab at you and then try and bite you uh, with its oh. shark like teeth. So uh, it's using those two handed thirteen. Nope. Okay, and then the bite. Uh, yeah, non match there, like twenty one. So okay, okay so yeah, it does. Uh, it tries to stab you. You duck out of the way of that, but then it uh, just moves, brings its head down and chomp for Ouch. five points of piercing damage. Okay. Okay. Uh, the uh, one is going to tr- uh, try and harpoon Celestia, who's conveniently within 15 feet of it. That should. <laughs> uh, 13? Uh, yeah, that hits. That's okay. my armor class. Nice. Uh, so you take uh, six points of piercing damage, and you are grappled. Okay. Uh, you cannot move more than your. Cr- I'm going to say because it's on the rope, you cannot move more than 15 feet from it without breaking the grapple. Okay. Um, okay. So, and then the one next to it is going to run f- forward. It's going to do a slightly circuitous movement to avoid getting within five feet of, of Celestia. Uh, so it will get within, I'm going to call it 40 feet of uh, scamp total, and it will throw its harpoon at disadvantage. Uh, that is a 14. Yep, yep because yep. I have not cast Mage Armor. Cast Mage okay. Uh, <laughs> you take uh, five points of piercing damage, and the harpoon... Uh, rope has got, uh, it is now uh, the harpoon is now into you and you're how many restrained. was that sorry uh, five five yeah and you're now restrained by the rope Ooh. I mean you're not restrained you're only ga- you're only grappled but you cannot uh, I'm going to say yeah because of the unique grappling situation you cannot move more than forty feet away with it uh, from it okay uh, so that me makes it scamsco. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to try and chromatic orb the one that's got me. And it's a I believe you can't cast uh, shocking grasp down the. I um, know. Uh, that was so room. good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing it would just sort of fizzle out before it gets there. Um, yeah. it would ju- it, like it would. I mean, you could cast it to try and break the rope, but that's about all you can nah. do. I'm gonna twin spell it again. Okay. <laughs> I might as well. So it's a fun points. thing, that it's so good. Like, yeah. I mean, I can only do it 
three times, but you know, I can do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the one against the one grappling me, that's a seventeen that to hits. hit. Roll damage. And then a sixteen against whoever the other the one that's got Celestia, let's say. Okay, the one that was turned yeah. Uh, so that's sixteen to hit. Does that that hit? hits on both cats, roll damage. Lovely. So first one is twelve. Okay, uh, not enough to nice. kill it, but it is Ooh. shocked. <laughs> Oh, and then the other one, 11, 19. The other nice. one, however, become is becomes a charred wreck on the floor, uh, <laughs> dropping its harpoon. <laughs> well, harpoon rope. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> unless you want to move or, or bonus action, that will be Corzin's go. That'll do me. All right. Um, in melee with this thing, so swords out. Yep. Uh, first one is a 14. That hits. Okay. And the second one is a 15. So, yeah. Also hits. Uh, as you strike with the cutlass, uh, despite yeah. the fact that the moon is not shining on it, uh, moonlight reflects off the blade. Nice. Ooh, interesting. Cool, okay. Mm, so, roll fun. damage. Five and... Five, ten. Okay, yep, it's dead. <gasps> cool. Yeah. So which one is it that's dead? Uh, the one opposite causing one opposite is dead. Causing. Just cool. You just you just neatly take its stomach out. Wow. And its intestines out. Uh, and now there's just the one currently holding on to scamps. Uh, oh, I'm picturing like fish guts, like yeah, out. like proper. you know, like in Pirates of the Caribbean when they cut like the fish people open, and there's just all this like fish shit that falls out. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. That's exactly what I'm picturing. <laughs> really gross. <laughs> okay, uh, Celestia, it's your go. Unless, okay, uh, unless just... Corzin wants to move, I guess, because you could move uh, if you wanted. Uh, well, yeah, having done that, I'm going to try and uh, flank the one that remains. Okay. You get behind the other one. Uh, you use both your attacks on it, so you uh, so you, yeah, yeah, you can't make another one. But you are now flanking. No, I rolled really badly, yeah. but fortunately, um, enough. Yeah. Uh, no, you are now you are now uh, coming up behind the one who is looking pretty lightning, uh, pretty lightning and thunderstruck. <laughs> so is there only one left? Only one left. Which and it's which one was it? Is now next to, and it's holding uh, scamps rope. It's holding scamps rope. Okay. Um, how bad is it looking? Um, pretty, pretty damn bad. Pretty it's covered bad. with lightning burns. Okay, I'm going to get my rapier out and I'm going to do the slicey slicey. Okay, do the slicey nice. slicey. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to do one of my celestial style unnecessary flourishes with yep. my rapier. <laughs> Whenever I use my rapier, there's like unnecessary twirling that goes on, mm. is how I picture it. Uh, I'm going to... for days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to... Oh, shit, balls. No, that's a nine. That definitely doesn't hit. You you spend so long... Uh, Fucking about. That, that by the time you actually hit, you, there's no power behind your strike. And it just for fuck's sake. glides harmlessly off its scales. Okay, um... Do I want to do anything else? Oops. You know, I'm going to conserve other inspirations okay. just in case. Uh, the Sharagin is going to use its um, action to disengage. And he's going to attempt to run back down towards the uh, the, the uh, encampment. It gets 30 feet away. 
um, the rope. Uh, it's still holding the rope with uh, with scamp on the end, but is uh, you know, uh, but, but uh, defining its maximum distance that scamp can get. Um, but is not going to. It's, it's it's just focusing on trying to run away. Uh, scamp. I'm going to cast mage armor. Okay. <laughs> he wraps uh, that piece of leather around your horn. Uh, okay, and, and, listen. and move closer to it so I can still see it. Okay, because it's getting out yep. of my range. You keep pace with it. Uh, cause him. Cause him. Yep. Uh, it's your go. By the way, uh, quick note for later: I should have given you disadvantage on your first uh, on your first range attack roll because of Douglas. Oh, of course. But I but I'll remember that in future. Don't worry about it. Fair enough. Okay. Um, actually, if this if this thing's running away from me, yeah, uh, opportunity attack. Uh, disengaged. It disengaged. Oh, we disengaged. Okay. Um, then I'm going to chase after it because I'm not letting this thing get away. Okay. Uh, you can get ten feet away from it because it it has longer legs than you and has a thirty foot movement speed. Bugger. Okay. Um, reload the carbine then okay um it doesn't take an action i've said before that uh that you just the limitation of the carbine is just that you can only take one shot with it during a round so i guess if you wanted to take a carbine shot from 10 feet away with disadvantage you could i was 10 feet um far enough that i can't see it well uh just because it yeah just because the darkness rules in effect uh, there's no, there's no, there's no source of light beyond the dim starlight. All right, yeah, no, uh, it's his only option. He goes, um, like he runs after it, but it's it's very uh, immediately obvious to him that he's not going to be able to outrun yeah. it. And goes, all right, they can outrun me, but can they outrun a shot? <laughs> That's going to be a twenty-one. Oh, that hits. <laughs> With disadvantage? Oh, hang on. Yeah, no, sorry. Right. Ah, no, that's uh Oh, that's uh, an 11. Ah, oh, it's just, just not enough. Fuck's sake. Fires off where you think it is, but it just moves at the last second and <laughs> shot fires Yo, off into the night. Dang it. Okay, uh, that makes it Celestia's go. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go... I'm going to run towards it. I'm going to yeah. check the range on this. Yeah, we're fine. I'm not, I'm not even going to go anywhere, actually. How far away is it uh, from it me? It's 30 feet away from you. Okay. We should go. Oi! Fish face! Mm-hmm. Fuck you! And I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, so that is save. a wisdom save. It might do nothing. It's, but... No, it failed that. That was a two. <laughs> okay, cool. If this works, it'd be hilarious. Right, where's my <laughs> dice that I want to use? Got new sparkly dice and I want to use them because they're beautiful. Mm. Okay, so that's a two. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck. It flinches, uh, but continues running. Has disadvantage on any attack of mine. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's, it seems very sad. Uh, it's going to use its action to dash, dropping the oh. rope which co- uh, currently holding scab. It's really hoping I could talk it to death. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, for my... Bonus action. I'm going to go, cause and get the fucker, and I'm going to give him inspiration. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so that uh, it is now, it's run another 60 feet, putting it 65. Yeah, basically like six, just over 70 feet from Corzin. Uh, 
Uh, and Scamp was keeping pace with it, so I'm going to say 60 feet from Scamp. Well, actually, yeah, a little bit over 60 feet from Scamp, but Scamp, you can easily keep run up within within 60 feet of it. Is it too late to say I run if it doesn't drop? Or uh, it no, might, no, no, you can, you can run, no, so you, can, you, know, you can use a movement after action. Okay, so I'm going to use my movement to just go okay. as far as I can. So you go as far as you can, uh, yeah, that's fine. So you, I'm going to say you get within... Uh, shit, actually, you get within 15 feet, 20, 30 feet, uh, you get within 5 feet of it, then, if you're running for 30 feet, do you? Um, I'm not sure. Do you want to close into melee with it when you're running after it? Um, like melee. I thought it was sixty feet away from me. No, it's thirty feet away from you before its turn. When you're, okay. When you're do you want to close within melee range of it? Uh, do I? Um... <laughs> yeah. Bearing in mind, it doesn't. Yeah, have fuck it. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. It uses the disengage action and now only runs thirty feet away from you. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and consequently, uh, forty feet from causing. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, and yeah, also significantly, similarly less from Scamp. Uh, Scamp, you'll go. Um, <coughs> how far is it from me? I'm going to say like got, 45 feet from you. I will move 30 feet closer. Okay, you're now within 15 feet of it. And I will uh, chuck a firebolt. Go for it. Which won't do much, but... Ah. <laughs> Ooh. 23 to, no, 22 to hit. Nice. Uh, it is. That could be enough. Three. Okay. And it's resistant, so... One. one. No, <laughs> it's only resistant while, admir- while submerged in water. Oh, nice. It, it's not. So, um, yeah, how would you like to finish I this? I forgot that. Oh, I would have used fire sooner. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I want to burn his fish face off. Okay. It turns around for the last moment, trying to check on its pursue, uh, pursuers as the bolt of flame goes forward, and <laughs> you just uh, you just quickly flash fry uh, the fish head. Oh, gross! It slumps to the ground and then proceeds to roll all the way down the hill. Oh no! I was going to say let's loot the body, but that's a walk. <laughs> it is. It is at least rolling down towards the area you're going to anyway. <laughs> The entire place suddenly smells like a really bad chip shop. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's proper nasty, isn't it? <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I suddenly really want chips. Okay. I know, Sorry. I really want chips. I'm going to say, no. um, before we take our break, you can move... Uh, th- you mo- you're, it's easy enough for you to move within within 120 feet of the encampment uh, if... Uh, for Celestia to, to look without you know, disadvantage. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, or you can move within 60 feet, or if you can create any light source, Corzin can look as well, because there's no light source within the encampment itself. Uh, let's go... Let's stealth and stay a little back, I think. Yeah, what? should we stealth and go within maybe your range so that we can both see? Okay. I'm talking to Scamp, I realise. Yeah. I'm... Yeah. Making eye contact with an imaginary person who isn't yes. here. <laughs> I've been making eye contact with a microphone. <laughs> I've been making eye contact with an alien queen opposite me. Mm. So. <laughs> uh, okay, if you'd like to stealth, I'm going to need new stealth checks, please. Oh, gosh. Okay. Is that for everyone? Yes. Oh, shit balls, man. Oh, no. That would be a five. Eleven. Twenty-one. <laughs> okay, so at least oh, as all, as before, one of you is. Uh, I'm like retuning my guitar from the power chord as I walk along. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. 
I'm shushing you really loudly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gotta make Causing. sure it's alright. Causing, you move away from these two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Sis, it reminded me strongly of the uh, Emily moment that we had a couple, yeah. of, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, you move into position. Uh, uh, you move, move a little bit away from the others. You're within 60 feet, so. Uh, I'm going to say because uh, if two of you are looking Celestia and Scamp pick one of you to make the perception check and give yourself advantage what's your perception? zero okay mine's a one so I'll do it <laughs> okay. I guess um, god so perceptive uh, okay so that's actually an 18 so that's not too bad okay. you can see all the, you can see that there is um Within the wooden enclosure, the hillock rises up and has the large stone, circular stone door. Uh, and you can just make out that there is some sort of sculpted image on it. Uh, it's a bit too hard to tell exactly what the image is up close, but it seems to be some sort of creature mm. uh, and a background scenery. It looks like it's you know, there's a, there's deliberate. Uh, this is so deliberate scop. Whereabouts in the thing am I seeing this? So you're seeing this is in the centre of the enclosure, or okay. rather the back of the enclosure where the hillock is, um, and that's where the large stone uh, halfling door is. Uh, you can see that in front of this huge circular door slash bas relief, uh, there is a freestanding stone arch. It's not connected to the rest of the hillock. Okay. Uh, it's actually about like ten feet away from it, uh, and underneath which of it there is a large squat. There is a squat stone pillar with a large bronze dish on top of it. Um, when I say squat, I mean it's like about two feet high, and the the dish makes up to another, uh, makes up another half foot. Mm-hmm. So it could, you know, it could be comfortably refilled. You know, if it was say use, you know, if it was filled with something, it, comf- it could comfortably be refilled by a halfling. Mm-hmm. It's almost one cousin in height. Yeah, Aww. yeah. I was gonna say most halflings. Yeah. <laughs> Um, would struggle. You can see that the archway appears to have been converted into a very crude shrine, however. The dish is empty, uh, uh, well, is empty of whatever it was originally supposed to contain, and is instead littered with charred bones uh, of various uh, creatures. Uh, You can't really identify the type from this distance, some large, some small. Uh, the arch itself has been covered with decorative shells and bones that have been strung together like uh, strings of beads and then lashed to the archway. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a charred stumped, uh, sorry, there is a carved stump of, uh, of driftwood directly in front of the door, so behind the archway and the, uh, uh, and the uh, basin. Um, on top of which sits a statuette. And looking at it, you can see that uh, it looks to be carved from a giant tooth. And when I say giant tooth, uh, this statuette is like, oh, 10 inches tall. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from some sort of great sea beast. Uh, and, and the whole thing has been carved all around into the shape of a rising coiled eel. And you can just Oof. make out that the two small pearls have been set into its eyes. Uh, so That's it's a, quite scary. Yeah, semi-valuable, uh, somewhat valuable, large object. 
Uh, now that you can see clearly, yeah, the the moat and uh, the the whole uh, area is encircled by a crude palisade of wooden stakes which have been driven into the ground, uh, clearly made from the local uh, trees. The palisade is also surrounded by a water-filled moat mm-hmm. about uh, whew, yeah, about five foot wide. Um, okay. So, you know, enough that you couldn't stand directly beneath the, uh, the palisade to try and climb it. The palisade itself is uh, about seven feet high mm-hmm. uh, with sharpened stakes at the top. Uh, so you're kind of looking over from a slight rise. All right. Uh, to see and it. in the middle of yeah. it is this archway. Is the archway with the, then, with the halfling door. Yeah, with the it. halfling door and the little... And the little statue. The little statue and the little hillock thing. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, the, and there's just the one statue. Yeah, just the one cool. statue. Uh, you can... you can Looking around uh, into it, you can also see that uh, there's the moat that encircles it. And on the inside... Uh, there, it, there is uh, also water on the eastern edge, uh, which, uh, which I'm sorry, uh, on the eastern edge, a small pool of it, which is murky and brackish, and you cannot see clearly down into. Uh, the there is no gate to the wall of wooden stakes. Mm. You can see there is no door uh, or drawbridge designed to make it easy to cross. Uh, and you can also see that there are what look like uh, surprisingly old crates piled up in mm. one corner, not far from the pool of water. It's a large one and, and uh, four smaller ones, uh, which uh, and you can see various uh, shells and bits and, uh, and bones and so on, and even some small bits of carved uh, horn and bone. Uh, piled up in what appears to be some s- sort of game of chance that has been abandoned. Oh, weird. Uh, there are no occupants within the, the enclosure that you can see there. Mm, unless they're like within the doorway. I'm going to say, um, for the sake of our listeners not hearing things twice that I'm not saying differently in character, yeah. I relay this to both to of the them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Gorzin, does that mean anything to you? Any of that ring any bells with your your friends, or um, would... or is that a Sakura game thing? Mm. Mm. Would Gorzin have any idea what the uh, statuette was um, indicative of? Uh, make a religion check. Okay. Oh, uh, that's a an eighteen. Okay, it's not to any um, saint, you know, but it seems likely that this is a shrine to a local spirit of some sort. Probably one that, judging from the inhabitants, uh, protects or aids these local Sawagin in some way. Uh, it seems that uh, the Sawagin have, you know, observing the existing architecture, have for whatever reason decided to convert the front of this halfling's house into a shrine. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it seems to be a small depiction of the local spirit. This is not uncommon uh, within local temples. Uh, you will there often are idols of the local guardian saint, right? Like even if it's not one of the big ones. Like if a town has a local saint, then it will be that there will be a depiction of that. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, 
and you know from experience that the spirit themselves tends to tends to resemble uh, the the icon they're depicted with. Hmm. Right. I you also know that uh, you also know that such um, such shrines do require constant maintenance. Spirits uh, spirits have a need to be praised and honoured. Uh, whether that is simply a case of ego or satisfying some deeper need uh, and in return they provide their you know, guidance and assistance magic and magic and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Mm. let's uh, let's go and have a closer look okay. should we desecrate a shrine then <laughs> <laughs> alright as you prepare to move in to uh, desecrate, <laughs> not necessarily. Cousin <laughs> so would say if you uh, if you say that out Cousin say, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it, but I just I just want to have a look uh, okay. in the first instance. Yeah. Uh, Are there any fish people about? Not that you've seen from looking at sixty feet away. You could always go closer and try and have a look, but there do not seem to be uh, any that you've seen. Right, let's go in then. Yeah. Okay. So let's just start striding towards it. Whatever. The stealth! Stealth! <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Too late. So actually you stride up towards it. Um, how do you want to approach this? Like, how close do you want to get? Pretty close. I want to have a good look. Okay, do you want to get right next to the moats and have a look at it? Yeah. Okay, so you get right up next to the moat uh, and, uh, and sort of peer at the palisade. Yeah, uh, looking again, it doesn't seem that there's any obvious door or way uh, or way in uh, mm. that you can uh, find. Um, I, I will let you. Uh, I'll say, make a perception check. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's a nineteen. Okay, uh, which means you just notice the shadows uh, in the murky, the shadow in the murky water as a Sawagin hand uh, splashes up and goes for your leg. Uh, so it doesn't get advantage on its athletics check to try and grapple you. Mm-hmm. Please make an acrobatics or athletics check to avoid being dragged into the water. okay? Yeah. Do we see this happen? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, that's not bad, actually. It's a 13. Okay, it splashes up, but seeing it, you pull back out of the way just in time. Uh, and you catch a glimpse of uh, of the dead black uh, eyes of the Saragin before it sinks back into the water. Oof. Uh, just out of sight. Shit. Can I still okay. see it? Like, is it, is it just... Uh, no, the water is murky. It has moved down below the ability to easily see it. Um... Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to do a dancing lights and I'm going to just like plunge okay. a couple of them into the water All right, as you try and do, light up as much of the length as I can uh, you, yeah the water immediately lights up and you can just see uh, the shapes of uh, four Sawagin uh, lit up lying in wait underneath as this happens they immediately surge up behind them on the palisade uh, above uh, above Four more Sawagin climb oh, up, so holding many. their th- holding throwing spears, 
onto small platform, like you know, small ladders behind, and you just see step out from behind the archway um, uh, within the palisade itself is another Saragian, slightly taller um, and wearing a uh, a sort of like a, a, almost a sort of uh, kind of somewhere between robes and a dress wow. made out of uh, woven seaweed. Uh, she is heavily just uh, covered with uh, shell jewelry, um, bone jewelry, she, like every, like long strands of it covering almost every part of her body. Um, there is a knife at uh, at a rope belt that she has made out of some sort of sea t- beast's tooth and um, you can see that uh, at her uh, and you can see uh, and only Corzin and uh, Celestia you can see coiled around her forearm is a brightly glowing golden eel the twin to the statuette and that is where we are going to take our break. We will Ooh. come back there after uh, after a short message and some music. Toodle pip for now. Hello there. I'm a miscellaneous member of the pious. One of my legs was gnawed off by Fighty Gubbinswick. I think flintlocks and fireballs are all sinners and should be put to death. If you agree with me, definitely don't subscribe, like, or review them on iTunes. Fuck flintlocks and fireballs. And welcome back. Alright then. So, everyone roll initiative. Oh, yeah. oh, I want to quickly clarify, by the way, uh, you can see the priestess uh, through uh, gaps in the palisade. Cool. Uh, because the palisade, I realised, is actually high enough Good to know. that uh, you would not necessarily be able to see her. 20, unnatural. 18, natural 1. <laughs> 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 okay, Cause and I happen to know what your uh, dex is, which makes a difference. Um, oh no! So Scamp was an eighteen, and what was yours? One <laughs> natural one. One. Oh wow! Okay. All right, Causin, you're up first. Right. Um, Causin is going to try and. Circle round the outside of the uh, the palisade. Okay. Uh, how how high is it? Seven feet. He's going to try and climb it. All right. I'm going to yeah. need. Uh, I'm going to make this two athletics checks. The okay. first one is to jump onto the palisade without slipping into the moat, and the second one is to then climb over it. Okay. So you're moving. Are you moving to the uh, east or west? The east is the side with the large pool. The west has no, dry ground. to the west. Okay. All right. Okay. So you move off to the, uh, to the western, uh, western side. Uh, can I have your first athletics check, please? That is going to be an eighteen. Okay. Using one of you, kind of take one of your uh, scimitars. Kind of grip the blade uh, close to the. Although, actually, do you have like a. You, you've got like a belt knife, haven't you, as well, actually? Yeah. Okay, you get your belt knife and 
give it a bit of a run-up, you launch yourself off and use it as an improvised python to ram it into the uh, wooden palisade, using it for nice. grip to hold on to it without... You, your feet get a, bit, uh, get a bit splashed, but you got boots. Okay, I need another athletics check to climb the palisade, please. Okay, come on. That's a... Uh, 17. Okay, you easily manage to... And land on the other side. Okay, I've uh, probably used up most of my movement. I'm going to say you've used up, yeah, all of your movement by that point. Yep, okay, that's fine. I am going to. I mean, it. What's the other side immediately? The other side? Okay, so the other side, uh, you can see there is the um, as described. There's it's mostly dryish, uh, yeah, dryish land. It's uh, it's recently rained. Um, but there's the uh, previously mentioned uh, pond on the far eastern side, the hillock with the uh, with the archway and the door, uh, standing just next to the archway, which is about twenty five feet from the edge of the palisade, is uh, the Sawagin priestess. There are also the four uh, Sawagin who are currently standing on little like tiny ladders uh, next to the uh, to the palisades so that they can sh- uh, well throw their throwing spears. Uh, over the edge at uh, currently just Celestia and Scamp now that you've managed to uh, uh, vault over. <laughs> Although possibly they might now want to uh, be a bit distracted by you. Alright, I was going to say uh, so we're, it's open area. It's fairly open ground. It's also dark at this point, so right. uh, disadvantage with ranged attacks unless a light, a light source appears. Okay. Well, uh, not for, not for... Uh, not for um, uh, Celestia's scam because it's it within the dark vision and there is sufficient like background light. Isn't there still dancing lights up from? Uh, oh, this there is, true. is actually by the um, by the four that are in the water. There's yeah, that. there's that's true. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, what's the dancing lights does? Um, Twenty feet of range, I think, is the distance. If you I could, think it might if be you could more. pass it to me. Um, 120 feet. No, uh, sorry, I need to know how much light they... Oh, sorry, yeah, have a look at the card. So each light sheds dim light in a 10-foot radius. Uh, mm, You said you put all four of them into the uh, water. Into the water, yeah, they're in the water. So you will need... They're still there. In order order for them to eliminate above the water, you will Mm -hmm. need to... uh, You will need a... a, a To to get get them back out. Yeah, cool. Uh, So right now, causing... Yeah, the, the ones under the water are lit... Uh, but not the ones on the palisade, you know, standing behind the palisade or the priestess. You, you haven't got any light sources within the compound. Alright, can I use my hunter's sense to uh, attempt to ascertain what would be the uh, strengths and weaknesses of this uh, priestess? Yes, cool. you can. One moment while I just quickly grab my notes uh, here. Hunter's sense. Yeah, that's a first in this campaign. Yep, this is it? your that's monster cool. hunter ability. Uh, yep. So you gain the ability to kill a creature and magic and still have us to hunt it. Uh, so this is an action for you. That's fine. I'll say you use your bonus action. I was going to say you use your bonus action to do the climb. Uh, so you immediately learn whether this creature has any damage resistance, uh, immunities, or vulnerabilities. Okay. Uh, right. I can use this feature an equal number of times to my wisdom yeah, modifier. Okay. Um, 
As far as you can tell, she has no special resistances or vulnerabilities more than ordinary Sawakin. Her powers are simply a result of uh, any divine uh, of any divine assistance she may be gaining from the Golden Eel. Good to know. Okay. okay. Well, I think that makes an end to your turn. So yep. it actually makes the priestess's turn next. Uh, which is a handy time for you to, me to use the player's handbook. If you could pass that to me, please, uh, Celestia. Thank you. Uh, okay. Weird when you <laughs> Celestia passed me the player's yeah, handbook. It's just true. not quite. That's, that's weird. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Ellie, if you could pass that it. That was definitely me that passed yeah, you the player's handbook. Player's handbook. <laughs> Celestia does not. Oh gosh. Celestia doesn't Confusion. have a player's Confusion. handbook. <laughs> Otherwise, okay. it's a very weird. There's a image. very yeah, <laughs> strange cross-universe moment there. Uh, okay, so the. Uh, Priestess um, turns and she points her uh, dagger at you while rattling off a few sharp, uh, a, a short, sharp word uh, in Sawagin, which you speak, uh, well, you understand. Uh, to the rest of you, it's like, uh, but this is, uh, so, uh, Bless you. You, can, uh, you, you interpret this as her pointing at you and going, uh, and going, stay. Uh, so, I'd like you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. As you okay. watch, the eel looks up and seems to glit, and its, and its two glowy red, uh, red eyes flash. Right. Wisdom save. Yep. 17. Okay. Uh, you resist the hold person spell. You are not frozen in position. Okay. Uh, we'll see if that she... it's you making the wisdom save. Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah, we are super wise. Fucking so, useless, so mate. Uh, we'll see if she wants to use a bonus. She has a bonus action or anything. Uh, not at this time. However, she... Uh, Alright, she's going to make sure that she is with... She's going to step forward... Uh, into so that she is within the uh, yeah within the uh, the center of the four standing up at the palisade. So she's joined the rest of them and is now in, in close range with everyone there. Mm. She seems to be joining up to them for protection. Okay, uh, that is the priestess's turn. Scamp, you're next. Um. Okay, so they have they've got cover from the palisade, don't they? Yes, uh, although not from Corson. How far is the archway from me? <laughs> uh, the archway is uh, if you were to step right up to the edge of the moat, it would be thirty feet from you. Then I shall do that. <laughs> okay, you are now you will be within melee range of the rising sound again. I will miss the step. <laughs> I cast Misty Step. Okay. Ooh, hello. <laughs> you are now next to the, uh, to the archway. I'd like to be on top of the archway, please. <laughs> okay, you are now on top of the archway. That's so cool. It's just thick enough cool. to uh, that uh, that you don't need to make a check to uh, for, for footing. Uh, it's quite a nice thick archway. Okay, and you are yeah. This 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 little uh, little tiefling child is now atop the arch. <laughs> And I will, oh dear, cast my last chromatic orb Shit. at the priest. Okay. Because uh, Misty's Death's a bonus action. Yeah, roll attack. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Uh, oh, not good. Um, 14. 
that hits. She doesn't have uh, much armor. Roll damage. And I'm going lightning again because that okay. seems to be working. Oh no, that's awful. Nine. Okay. Well, you Another can stroke sit out. Of, Off uh, you go. <laughs> prison there. Another stroke of lightning as you blast the uh, uh, the priestess. Alright, I'm down to one spell slot, just so you know, and Tides of Chaos is active. Just uh, a reminder. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, tell me if your last uh, sp- level one spell slot goes. Uh, That's my last level one. That was your last level one? Okay, then roll Tides of Chaos. I've got oh, shit. <laughs> At least I'm far away from everyone. Um, oh dear, 93. Ooh, that sounds like an interesting one. 93. Uh, suddenly, uh, you watch as Scamp seems to uh, their form just billows for a moment. That one leg <laughs> suddenly becoming huge, then then an arm, then the other. This tiny torso expanding, and finally their head. Uh, Scamp, you're normally what four foot seven? About that, yeah. Okay, uh, you are now around nine foot tall. <laughs> Uh, until so for the next minute, you are large. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, yes. Um, I'm going sa- to say thing? at this point, yeah, make make an acrobatics check to avoid slipping <laughs> off the, the archway. Uh, Sixteen. Okay, you're able to maintain your balance. <laughs> Tides of chaos, like knows what this story means at any given point. Like I swear, <laughs> like. Insane. It's okay, ridiculous. Uh, the Sawagin are going to act. Well, the four in front of uh, Celestia are, uh, are, are going to make their attacks. Uh, so the first one is going to just... Uh, same one as before, is going to try and just drag Celestia into the water where they'll have... Uh, uh, where they will be at their advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an acrobatics or athletics check for you. Acrobatics, please. Oh, it's a nine... Uh, versus an eight. Okay, oh, doesn't manage to do it. The others are going to just try and spear you instead. Fuck. Uh, huh. So three spear attacks against Celestia. That would be a thirteen. Yep. Um. Uh, yep. And yep. Two non-actual twenties. Uh. Okay. So the double handing. You take. Well, that was a one. So two. Eight, two. Uh, so yeah, total of twelve points of uh, piercing damage Oof. from being repeatedly uh, being stabbed by three uh, of the spears. Although you were at least Ooh, not at, dragged into the water. Really weapon. glad I had opium this morning. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> the four with the throwing spears. Uh, they're not quite. They're not quite ready to leave the. Actually, no. Yeah, they're going to go. They, they are going to. Uh, move into position around. Uh, they're, yeah, they're going to encircle uh, Corzin as best they can. Although, actually, no way. You got Scamp. You're 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 just standing around on top of that shrine, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. The priestess <laughs> is going to go and Scamp. Uh, Corzin, you can tell that there's. She's going. Two of you get the get the halfling. Two of you get that thing off the uh, off the archway. Um, so the two two of them are going to go and try and tag team Corzin with their spears. Um, natural 20 oh. and 13. 
13 does not hit. Okay. Uh, the natural 20, however, does nine points of stabbing damage to you. Stabbing. Uh, stabbing. <laughs> stabs down. Stabbing. <laughs> uh, the other two are going to run <coughs> down un- underneath the archway and they're going to hurl their throwing spears up at uh, Scamp. Well, that's uh, all my temporary hit points. Non natural 20. Uh, and a natural one. Okay, let's see what happens with the natural one. Okay. And how much damage does that do? Okay, well, one of them accidentally throws his spear into his friend. It goes directly up, comes back down, and stabs their friend in the thigh. Excellent. You're shut out! Uh, but uh, there was the other the first one I think was a non-natural 20 wasn't it yeah so yeah. Uh, that one does three points of damage to Scamp uh, by the by okay. Corzin are you now below your maximum hit points uh, below my maximum <coughs> well yes I'm yes because I, 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 I took the five I then had the uh, the temp hit points yeah. I had six temporary hit points total I've just taken another ten so yeah yeah, that's All fine. That makes a difference. The, the important thing is that you are now bleeding. Okay. Uh, oh dear. I am going to cast Hellish Rebuke. Oh! Because I always forget it and I just remembered it. Nice. Yeah, do it. Okay. Yes, go, uh, go. Uh, I'm going to quickly remind myself how Hellish Rebuke works because we don't actually have to do that. Hellishly. It's a deck save on the part of the creature that attacked okay. me. Okay. Uh, and note. they are surrounded by flames. Yeah, it definitely fails that. Roll a 2d10 fire damage. Oh, 19! Actually, wait, do you, doesn't it... Uh, you cast it... Uh, this is an automatic tiefling ability, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's 2d10 fire damage. Yeah, I'm just checking whether you cast it at first level or second. Yeah, you I cast it as, as a second level spell. Yeah, it's 2d10. That's what I've got on my thing. Nope, uh, it's 3d10. What? When you cast the spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, Jeez, the damage increases by one That's too much. That's too yeah, much. So once per long rest, you cast it as a second level spell. So that's twenty-two. Oh. Okay, so the one who managed to hit you is instantly consumed uh, <laughs> in writhing green flames. Wow. It seemed to burst out of its own out Ow. of its chest. <laughs> Never done that before. Shit. Um, Possibly should have saved that for someone more dangerous. Yep, that is that one is now gone. Damn cool, though. <laughs> it's just gone. <laughs> Ashes and charred bones uh, uh, slapped to the ground. I okay. really, really hope that when our listeners get to hear this, at least some of them did actually jump up and shout "Green Flame" at that moment. That would make me so happy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If so, please tweet us. Yeah, yeah please uh, do. We want to hear about cause it. it. Uh, actually, no, no, Celestia, Celestia, with your natural one, it is your go. Oh, <laughs> with my whole one that I rolled. Um, so, am I in the water? Has that uh, happened? No, they tried to drag you in, but they were no- unable to. Okay. Um, you are within melee of uh, five of, uh, sorry, four of them. Though. Where's Corzin? Corzin is on the far side. In within, he is within the palisade by the wa- uh, by the western southwestern edge of the wall on the inside of the uh, palisade, uh, flanked by two of the um, Salakin. Is he more than fifteen feet away? I'm going to say he, yeah, like from where you are right now, he's slightly more than 15 feet away. Like he's back Excellent. from the feet from you. So, yes. Um, <coughs> right. 
The the creatures within <laughs> within fifteen feet of you right now are the four Sawagin uh, in front of you and actually the priestess. Yeah, so I've got like three <laughs> spears in me right now. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> it's not going to be as graceful as it was before. It's not going to be a proper power cord. I'm going to reach over my back and just twang one string slightly discordantly and I'm going to do a thunder wave from that <laughs> okay uh, so lots of deck save, uh, constitution saves time uh, yes con save time okay, uh, I will roll so 2d8 save uh, fail 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 don't like that d8 other one uh, ooh, fail shit okay it's alright it's, it's an 8 okay so and they get knocked back 10 feet right Yes, indeed. Okay, so that one takes four. Also, big loud sounds, obviously. Yeah. We um, know that. But so those all get knocked. Okay, so they take all take eight damage. One moment. Note to self, get new uh, rubber. The one on the end of this is running up. Uh, and another eight. Okay, the priestess is hurled ten feet away off where she was sta- away from where she was standing. Yeah. Like closer mm. towards the centre of the uh, palisade. The um, the ones who are in the water are actually shoved ten feet down into the water and mm. smack against the bottom of the uh, moat. Okay, cool. Um, they are all now they are now all out of melee. Actually, no, with the exception of one of them, the one who has been trying to grab your leg, they are now all out of melee with you. Yeah. Um, I am going to, for my bonus action... Um, I've still got, like, my hands reaching back to yep. my guitar. So with my foot, I'm going to kick up and try and whack my massive xylophone that's across my back, and I'm going to use that to cast Healing Word. The sound of the xylophone. xylophone. Yeah. I do have oh, a xylophone. Yeah. <laughs> Ding! And then I feel a little bit better. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Uh, on myself. Yes. <laughs> because yeah. I'm on three fucking hit points, so... Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I'm not on three hit points, so that's good. Excellent. <laughs> less the um, less the uh, sound of rock and more the sound of uh, junior music hall. <laughs> okay, uh, that makes it Corzin's go. Unless you want to move, although... Uh, I think I'm staying where yeah, I am, cool. thanks. All right, Corzin. All right, well... He's not so much flanked as in a target-rich environment. <laughs> so, um, swords. Okay, go for it. Uh, which uh, t- you've got two targets. Uh, do you want to go one on each, or both in the same? Yes, but I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on one of them. <laughs> okay. You pick one at random. And uh, yep. And focus in. Go for it. Okay, that's going to be a 24. Hits. And a 10. Does not hit. <laughs> but the first one If hits. it's the Hunter's Mark one, would I have advantage, though? No. No. You just no, do more damage. No, okay, that's fine. Um, right, so the Hunter's Mark one. Um, that's a 10. And an extra D6. Two, 12. Hmm. Nice, nice. Okay, yeah, you get a, a good solid slash against one uh, uh, one leg, and it sort of buckles for a moment, sagging from the uh, 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 from the slash. Nice. Okay, that's your action and bonus action. Uh, unless you want to move and provoke attacks. No, I'm kind of you know, in the middle of something here. Yep. Okay, <laughs> uh, the priest. 
Jess then is going to uh, pick some things. Oh, what does she? What's her priority? Her I know what her priority is. No, she uh, she knows what her strengths are. So I'm going to check if this is a bonus action for her. As in a but better. But a moment, it desperately uh, works at uh, trying to figure out, uh, racking through the library of spells in its mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh wait, no, there might be another actually slightly better uh, one that, uh, that, that that it could use. I don't, the, yeah, it, that, that, that would not, guidance would not assist in this uh, particular situation. <laughs> Uh, being as uh, ability checks are not really a, a primary consi uh, consideration. Okay, never mind. Uh, in which case, it will uh, raise its uh, uh, dagger and the uh, golden eel's scales shimmer brightly uh, and you, Scamp, even you can see the golden light that seems to come out of her forearm uh, sh uh, strike, uh, showering the area around her. Uh, six creatures of her choice, I believe, uh, begin, uh, their wounds begin to heal. Oh, fuck off. Yep, uh, she casts Mass Healing Word. Ugh. Uh, so that's 1d4 plus 2. Alright, so she's going to heal herself. Oh, <laughs> All the three points of damage. I'll just quickly do it for the others. Okay. Alright. So. Uh, one, two. One, two, three, four. Five. Uh. And then the one next to you, Corzin, also receives some uh, some love. Or the one that you just uh, heavily slashed. Okay, uh, that she's going to use her movement to move away from the uh, Thunderstrike area and get uh, closer towards the uh, the archway. So she's so she's sort of directly, uh, not yeah, more or less directly beneath you, and shouts up to you in uh, Sawagin. From this wretched creature. Don't speak your fish language. Sorry. <laughs> she makes a uh, gesture which is universal. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Scamp, it is your go. Uh, am I within melee of her? No, because you are on top of the ten-foot archway. I'm on... Excellent. In which case, I shall use my final spell slot. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, and also the tides of chaos. Okay, tides reset. It, yep. uh, yeah, you can reuse it once it's once they've discharged. Yep. And I will cast a second level chromatic orb <laughs> at the priestess directly below me. Fucking hell, okay. Okay, go for it. Um, and I shall also twin it and target someone <laughs> at some point. Okay. I'm going to attack her first and then look around okay. and work out where the second one's going. <laughs> I think you actually need to choose them at the moment you cast it. If it's okay, uh, where where is everyone? Uh, so there's one. <laughs> there's another you. one beneath you who's been throwing it. I'll go for you. him. Okay, that, yep, they're fair enough. <laughs> go for it then. Fuck that guy. Okay, so the one against the priestess. Oh no, it's awful. 
Fuck. How awful. That's an 11. Just misses. The lightning yeah. grounds That's itself harmlessly in the ground uh, in the earth. God damn it. And the other one, that'll hit. That's like a 25. Yeah. Okay. God damn it. Roll damage. The priestess calls out. <laughs> calls out. Cecilia protects me. Um, Twelve. Uh, okay, he is uh, he is heavily burned by electrical burns, but not slain outright. <coughs> I'm going to oh. assume you don't move. No, no, oh, I'm staying right there in my gi- with my giant self. Okay, the uh, Sawagin. <laughs> I'm so big. Sawagin will take their turns. Uh, the two. Either side, or well, I mean, the one beneath you, Scamp, uh, is going to hurl. Is going to hurl up a, a harpoon this time in the hopes of trying to spear you and drag you down. Does this have any effect being a different size in terms of mechanics, or I'm just bigger? Apparently, you're just bigger. I would, I would just say bigger. that you have advantage on like athletics checks and probably okay. disadvantage on stealth checks mm. from being unused <laughs> to your size. Also, you would presumably weigh a lot more. You also weigh a lot more. Unfortunately, the archway is constructed of sturdy stone. Yeah, because that could... Oh, it would be so funny if it collapsed there. No, I, I did think about this when, you, when, you, when, you're, when your mass increased by a multiplier of four. <laughs> okay, so the uh, one oh, hurls no. its, its spear and misses you. Uh, the two either side of Corzin are s- sniffing your running blood. Corzin, they they both engage in a frenzy yeah. of um, stabbing and biting. I forgot they have their bites. So stab first. Uh, yeah, that's a natural nineteen. Bite. Uh, that's a fifteen. That just hits. Okay, one stab, one bite. Stab. Natural twenty. Shit. Bite. Sixteen. Yeah, that Bollocks. hits. Okay, so I'll do the stabs first. So both stamps, both bites, uh, and it was this. Shit, I didn't say which one was the. Uh, it was. Uh, it was the one of the stabs that hit natural twenty, wasn't it? Yeah. So I'll do the bites first then. Uh, so the two bites do ten points of total damage between them, and then the non-natural twenty stab does uh, two points of stabbing damage, and then the natural twenty stab does nine points of uh, piercing damage. You still up? Uh, so I think that was 10, 12, mm. 21. 21. One second. Yeah. I'm doing maths. Ooh. You still up? Just. Causing oh. um, yells at them. Choke on them, you buggers! And yeah, they are they are attempting to uh, get to bite chunks of your flesh out and eat them. <laughs> uh, no, not and good. Just stabbing and savaging. Okay, uh, the four next to Celestia are going to take their actions. Uh, oh, one as before is just going to try and pull you in. Uh, acrobatics. Acrobatics, please. Oh, that's uh, that's a twelve. Seven. Yes. <laughs> it's trying to grip you, but it, you're, it the same it's one? just too slippery. <laughs> uh, the three, the other three, however, are going to make stab attacks. Um, 
uh, with advantage because you are below maximum hit points right now, I think. Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah, so that's 17. So hits. Does 5 points of damage. Uh, 16 does 6 points of damage. Yeah, so how many did we have in the first one? Sorry, that was 5. 5, then 6. Yeah. You still up? Uh, no, down. Okay, uh, and I'm going to say at that point the other two are going to do quick. Uh, the uh, one uh, one of them will then use its actions to grab you and drag you under the water. Shit! Oh, shit! Uh, Not good. Yeah, the other one will use the other. Uh, they 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 submerge under. I'm going to say the one that has not used its action reemerges in the pool on the east. And is going to hurl a spear at Scamp, uh, which is a non-natural twenty. Uh, uh, so you take four points of, of piercing damage. Oof. Okay, uh, Celestia is now in the water, in the grip of a Sawagin. Uh Scamp, you would have seen this uh, if you wish to alert uh, cause and effect. Okay. Um, that makes it Celestia's turn. Celestia roll death saving throw. Oh, I hate this. It's horrible. Okay. Oh, no. I hate all my dice as well. Yeah. Fuck it. That's a 10? Is that a success That's or a, a success. fail? That's, That's a, a success. success. Okay, one yeah, success. There's a slight, fa- uh, there's a slight uh, uh, favour towards uh, players. Okay. Top of the round, it's Corzin. Uh, can I... Have I had time to shout? To you, I'm going to say, yeah, you have time to shout. Celestia's drowning! Okay, important question. Yep. Is a healing potion a bonus action or an action? It is a... Uh, I'm going to set this now for this campaign. Mm-hmm. It is a bonus action to use on yourself and an right. action to use on someone else. Fine. Corzin is going to pop a healing potion yep. and... Uh, oh, fuck. It's t- Could I get to Celestia? Uh, I'm going to say this would, if you, th- based on where you think she is, um, yeah. it will provoke a tax opportunity, because uh, uh, a, a tax opportunity unless you use the disengage action. I'm, I'm going to have to do that and which, do, uh, do yeah. it next round. Um, okay, then if you, you disengage, I'm going to need an athletics check to, to, vault the, um, uh, to vault the fence and get into the water. Okay. Right, uh, you, I'll, I'll do cause... the, um, the uh, healing potion. Okay. First, so Not like a healing potion. Five plus two. Hang on, didn't you disengage seven. so you can't use it this round? They can heal, he can heal himself. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got it. Yep. I think he has no, another I one for uh, I was for wondering you. if nice. Cure Wounds was, uh, was ranged. <coughs> it was ranged, I could no, maybe get... No, Cure uh, Wounds is touch. It's touch, isn't it? No, touch. okay, fine. So, um, athletics then. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. That is uh, Okay, jamming the uh, the, uh, the one of the cut uh, the cutlass into the side of uh, to give you leverage. You duck out of the way of the uh, uh, the shark folk, uh, the sawagin, and. Managed to leap over, pulling the cutlass out and splashing into the water. Your gunpowder weapons are now wet. Fuck it. Um, yeah. the, uh, but you dive straight down, and you can now see there are three Sawagin 
Uh, two of them are already moving towards the pool on the far side. One of them is as it hasn't moved as far because it's dragging um, Celestia, and okay. you are able to get you are get, able to get into melee range with that while swimming. That's all I can do this turn, I yep. think. Okay. Do you wish to get into melee range with it? Oh, yeah. Okay. You do so. That makes it the priestess's turn. Okay. The priestess is going to focus on trying to get rid of the spellcaster that she's observed. So um, this is going to be a wisdom saving throw from uh, Scamp as she again points her dagger and says, Stop! Wisdom save yep. with it. Roll high. 17. You feel the claws of magic try to paralyze your form, but you shrug it off. Okay, you are not held. The priestess uh, swears extensively <laughs> inside you. She's not, she's not proving the MVP of this fight, is she? Uh, no. Okay, Scamp, it is your turn. And the little statue thing's pretty much right below me, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to shoot it and see what happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's desecrate a temple! Okay. Um, so I'm going to fire a firebolt down at it. Okay, roll an attack roll. Uh, 14. Okay, it smacks it, knocks it off its plinth, uh, where it's scattered to the side. You can see the, the priestess immediately goes livid. Ooh. As do the. I don't think that was a good idea. As do the Saradians. That was not a good idea. Beneath you, they are pissed. You cannot. No one is currently above the water who could see the eel, but it looks pissed as well. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> if, well, that didn't work. If causing were, he'd remind you, angry people make mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, you have successfully earned the all of their ire. Oh shit. <laughs> Uh, okay, do you do you have a bonus action um, you can do? No. Okay. Um, you know, you know what? Actually, this is the. You know what? That was that's a thematically interesting moment. So I'm going to call tides. Roll a d100. Don't roll a d100 as you scatter uh, as you knock the pedestal the statue off its pedestal. Oh shit! Ninety-two. We just had ninety-three. That's really weird. That's not the same effect. There is no apparent effect. It's not shaping. Oh. He's doing a face when he says there's no apparent effect, yeah. and he's worrying me. Yeah, there's no apparent yeah. effect, but the but the non-apparent effect will remain over you for the next minute. Oh God, okay. I hate this. <laughs> okay, Scary. what are you done with a fireball right now? <laughs> not centered on me. We couldn't. No. <laughs> okay, so that's Tide's Delmont again. Uh, okay, uh, I guess if you, unless you're doing anything else, the Sawagin will take um, this, huh? Let's have a look at, where can I go? There's nowhere really useful to go, is there? Mm. Um, could I jump onto the, over the palisade from where I am? Uh. Being all big and stuff. You would need to get off the archway first, but you could actually, yeah, you would have advantage on an athletics check to jump the palisade. <laughs> I still have a minus one as my modifier, though. True. 
Maybe I'll stay where I am. Okay, you stay where you are. The Colossus is top the archway. Yeah, if it had rolled the same thing, you then I might, the archway might have collapsed at that point <laughs> because then you would then you would become huge. I would be so big. <laughs> okay, uh, so we're going to act. Um, uh, Causin, because of the cramped conditions of the moat, only one of them can actually attack you uh, okay. because there is only space for one one That's creature fun. to swim at a time. Uh, it right. is the one holding Celestia who turns its attention to uh, you, which is for the best because it was otherwise going to have a snack. Okay. Uh, you are injured, so it will make its stab attack with advantage. 16. Hits. Yep. Okay. Uh, it has one hand full, so it's only less damage. Okay, so you take four points of, dam- uh, of stabbing damage. Okay. Okay. Uh, the other three are going to uh, are going to swanny up in the pool, and they are going to look, hurl throwing. They're seeing what has happened, they too become enraged at what you uh, what the desecration scamp has just conducted, uh, and mm-hmm. they will hurl throwing spears at Stamp. Stamp? What? Stamp. <laughs> Stamp. Uh, so that was a natural one. Uh, so yeah. I feel sorry for the guy next to. Yep. So the guy, the, one, of the, one of the guys next, uh, the fellow next to the uh, archway takes six points of damage. <laughs> he gets... Is that the one that was? Yeah. Zapped yeah, it's the one that was. Oh, zapped he's earlier. not having a good day, is he? Um, second one, three misses. Third one, natural twenty. Uh, you take five points total damage. Uh, the one ben- directly beneath. Kills himself uh, by hurling the. It's the one who's just been stabbed by his fellow's throwing spear. Hurls the spear directly upwards, spins in the air, and stabs him through the throat. <laughs> Such a stupid death. The other two who were previously after Corzin will now, uh, because Corzin has just leapt the fence, will throw a spear at uh, Scamp. Uh, 14? No, that doesn't hit. And 14 again, excellent. Both of them them kind of hit the scale, but they slide off. (laughs) Finally useful! Yeah, they slide off your your horn thick skin. Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> okay, Celestia, make a death saving throw. Oh God! Oh, no, I hate all my dice again. Help! Um, Eleven. Woo! Okay, another success. Causing, you are within five feet of Celestia and her Sarigan captain. Right. Um, no, I'm not going to risk it. I'm just going to reach out yeah. and um, grab. Any trailing part of Celestia I can find and cast Cure Wounds. Cool. Love you. Uh, I'm gonna say because of where Cel- because Celestia is currently carried, I'm gonna need an athletics or acrobatics check opposed by its athletics check to try because it because it will try and keep to play keep away. Oh, so it's trying to get it in the way of me. Yeah, because cool. it's, yeah, because that it's makes holding sense. you. Sorry, I didn't follow you. Yeah, that's a nine. Uh, no, that's a that's a, an eighteen. Uh, you don't lose the spell, but you aren't able to get a hand on her. Fuck. Uh, not while it's and I'm going to say it doesn't. You, yeah, you don't lose the spell, and it wor- and I'm going to say this uses up a bonus action instead of an action for you. Oh, okay, you, so yeah. I still have an action. So I'm going to I'm going to let you have your action, but yeah, you like you, you because of where it's it's currently holding her. 
You can't right. hold them. Okay, I'm going to maintain my hunter's mark, but it's not on this guy, obviously. No. Um, I am going to try and stab him through the face. Okay, stab nice. away. Oh, that is a oh an eighteen. That hits. Roll damage. Um, will I get the other attack as well, or...? No, that requires oh, no, a bonus no, action. Okay, fine. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Okay, so... Six piercing okay. damage. Nice. Uh, he, you, you stab him, blood uh, infuses the water. But uh, is still struggling, holding on to Celestia. Okay, uh, that makes it... That's your go. Priestess will go next. Uh, the priestess, despairing of trying to hold uh, on to uh, trying to hold uh, Scamp, is instead going to. She slashes a line with her dagger, and a spear, actually, I'm going to say a trident formed of golden light, appears, uh, which uh, she directs, and it launches directly up to attack uh, Scamp. This is a uh, this is a spiritual weapon. Uh, so spiritual weapon attack. That's a yeah twenty one, uh, which does seven points of piercing damage. Uh, I think well technically radiant damage. I think to uh, to scamp. Okay, she stabs you with her trident. We're a bit fucked up, aren't we? Oh dear. Yep. And uh, and calls take down this uh, scamp. Quick question: Do you actually have any healing potions? I have one. Okay, just I just wanted to know. All right, Scamp, it is your go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to drink that healing potion. Okay, yeah, that's your bonus action. <laughs> uh, it's two d four. Yeah, two d four plus two. Okay, okay. Whew. That's that's a little bit better. Um, and oh god, what can I do? So there's one directly. It's just her directly below. Uh, yeah, it's actually only just the, only the priestess directly below. The others are in the pool or at the edge. Tides of chaos. Okay. <laughs> Some advantage on this. Tides have reactivated. <laughs> oh god, that's three times in one fight. This is horrifying. I know. <laughs> and uh, fireball. Okay, go for it. Nothing to lose at this point, right? Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh my god, this advantage is not helping much. 14. That hits, roll damage. Oh, good. <laughs> oh. uh, I don't trust any of these. Six. Six okay. fire damage. She is uh, burned by the blast. She's dearly regretting not uh, actually knowing the cure wind spell. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm... Does my, is my movement changed by being bigger at all? Uh, or is that... Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to say you've got an extra 10 feet of movement. Then I will move 40 feet away okay. from that spiritual weapon. Um, all right, I'm gonna, let's I'm, head up the hill, I I'm guess. Gonna need, uh, I'm going to ask you for an athletics check with advantage to jump off the... Uh, <laughs> to jump off the, uh, the archway. <coughs> uh, ooh, 16. Okay, yeah, you leap onto the hill above the... Uh, uh, above the doorway and immediately pad away at 40 feet from the archway. <laughs> you know, uh, you're now up on the hillock with a nice view down of the battlefield. Okay. Huh. <coughs> uh, away from the glowing evil weapon thing. 
Yeah, which actually is quite advantageous for you because uh, the Sargen cannot easily climb. Um, so they are going. So one, the one next to Corzin is going to attack Corzin. Okay. Uh, fifteen. That just just hits. hits, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. One-handed, uh, causing you take uh, six points of piercing damage. Uh, okay, hang on. Oh. Fuck yeah, I'm down. Okay. Oh shit, that's really bad. Okay. That's so bad. I thought you'd be fine. Yeah. I forgot okay. that they were next. Yeah, you're floating. Uh, okay, uh, the others are going to surface up the pool. They can take their attacks with disadvantage to try and uh, and capture uh, and uh, spear you, Scamp. Okay. <coughs> so, uh, 16, yeah. That hits. It's one, so you take seven points of piercing damage. We're gonna die. Uh, that's a four. That was a five. Uh, fifteen. That is my arm class. That's it. We're five, all five more. Now. Okay. Yeah, I'm unconscious. Okay, you Shit. pass out. Time passes. Fuck. I'm going to ask each of you to roll a constitution uh, check, please. Oh, good. <laughs> Just straight oh. up. Yeah. Mate. Oh, shit, that, um, um, that would be a I've two. I've never been part of a TPK before. <laughs> <laughs> What's a TPK? <laughs> Total, Total party, party kill. kill. Oh, no. That's, that's a 14 for me. Okay. 21. Scamp. Your eyes flicker open to the cold light of pre-dawn. You can just make out that somewhere to the east the sun will be rising soon. You can just feel through your clothing the tight seaweed rope bonds that are completely encircling you. You have been, and you're you're in a sitting position. As you look around, and you kind of groggily start to come to. Um, you haven't moved it much yet, so it's up to you how you want to, how much you want to open your eyes. But you become aware of. I'm gonna play you. dead. Okay, make a deception check, please. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, ten. Okay. Okay, make a perception check with disadvantage because you are playing dead. So you're keeping your eyes quite closed. 14. Oh no, disadvantage, 11. Okay. You're able to just catch a little bit of the surrounding sight out of your eyes as you kind of move them beneath your almost closed lids. You're bound. You've been propped up against what you can feel from the stone is the small pillar. Your head is bumping, is kind of slightly bumped up against the bronze uh, dish. You can just make out either side of you, pressed up against other the other sides of it, are the bound forms, bound and currently unconscious forms, of Celestia 
and breathing. Uh, as far as you can tell, breathing. Celestia and Corzin. All three of you have been trussed up. Your weapons have been removed. You can just make out the that they are piled onto a uh, onto the crates that were pre- in the corner that were previously being used for uh, uh, previously being used for the gambling game. The two corpses of the deceased Sargon have disappeared, uh, presumably being taken away for burial of some description. The uh, <coughs> you can see that there are within your sort of arc of sight. There are four Sargon. Uh, with spears and throwing spears and two pairs almost in sort of guard positions uh, they are kind of they're, they're standing and sort of facing inwards you can see you can just make uh, you can't see two you can't see the other two that should be there by your hand and you can hear the priestess moving around you and as you watch, she comes into a line of sight. And you can see that she is stepping slowly around the um, around this makeshift altar. She is rattling her many uh, shell uh, chains and uh, proceeding some sort of long chant in Saragin. And you can see that uh, she has her dagger is currently uh, in one hand and being used to gesticulate. Okay, how am I feeling like in terms of health spells? <clears throat> I'm going to I still s- much where I was. Uh, I'm going to say you guys have not had a long rest, but I will allow each of you to roll one hit die. Okay. Obviously, we're not awake yet, so this will be when we're awake. But cool. Just for clarification, is a hit die um, uh, whatever uh, comes up on the die plus your con modifier, or just plus your away? con modifier? Plus your con. Okay. Right. Oh, God. Uh, you cannot go below one. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, Celestia with her minus one. Unfortunately, love my minus one constitution, guys. Roll that now. When I regain now. consciousness. No, roll that now because this is. Yeah, I guess this, is, this is when we wake up. We have yeah. this many hit points, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this Nine. is the hit points you'll have when you wake up. Nine, you lucky fucker! <laughs> you should see what I've got. <laughs> I yeah. have a actually. Wait, no. Uh, plus con. Sorry, that's eight. Yeah, you feel. Well, you feel like you've been stabbed multiple times, uh, Scamp. But a cr- very crude effort has been made to bandage your wounds with uh, what appears to be uh, supplies from Causin's uh, healing kit. It seems they didn't want to kill you immediately. Hmm. And all spells are all gone still, aren't they? There's nothing. 
Oh. I don't understand what they're saying. Um, so a quick mechanics question uh, for DM. Have they seemed to understand what we're saying so far, even if we don't speak their language? Uh, you have not interacted them, with them extensively enough to know True. that. True, yeah, okay. Uh, can I reach any of my materials, or am I? Uh, I'm going to ask you to make... This would be either an acrobatics or a sleight of hand check, really. Let's go for a sleight of hand check. Mm, oh, natural 20. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Checking. You feel that your hands have been bound behind your back, but sloppily. What about my tail? Yeah, your tail hasn't been bound at all. <laughs> Amazing. And you are able to just very carefully move it and undo your bindings on your hand hands you can quite easily reach your components both with your hands and your tail both of which are now free your legs are still bound uh, uh, but you can move your hands freely uh, I'm going to say at this point Celestia and Corzin roll constitution checks please Fifteen. Eleven. Causing you blearily begin to regain consciousness. Um, and you can uh, <clears throat> because you are you are alert for it, uh, Scamp, you just be, you hear the change in Causin's breathing. How close are we? You are literally right bunched right up against each other. So I could attempt to undo his bindings. Yes. Uh, this will be another slight of hand check. Oh no, I can't roll that many good ones. Okay, where? Which die? Okay, let's use this one. Okay. Uh, ooh, 19, so 23. Okay. Causing, as you begin to regain consciousness, um, you can just make out pre dawn light, and as you begin to sort of filter in what's happening around you, you feel a tail. A point. I think your tail is pointed, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Pointed tail that you. Classic devil tail. You, Distinctly recognise, wrap around your wrists, and with the aid of a, a, of a couple of fingers, carefully undo the the uh, seaweed rope binding that is now that is holding you. Your hands are free. Can I do the same for Celestia? Yep, Celestia's on the other side. Make another sleight of hand check. Oh god! Oh, that's not as good. That's only a nine. Shit. Okay. Um, the causing as you're regaining consciousness, you can you can now you can hear the chanting, uh, and you hear you can understand the Sawagin priestesses chant. Yep. Um, I really wish I'd bothered to name it properly, so we'll call it this. Oh, Sathris, who guides us in the name of the Great Devourer beneath, we offer up. These three unworthy sacrifices for the wretched disgraces they have done to your name. Though they be meek and rich. Wait, is that one moving? You, you, check them. Fuck it. 
Scam, you can uh, just Can see. I cast Minor Illusion? Uh, you can, yeah, your hands are free. Yeah. Um, I would like to create the image of that um, snake thing, the, the idol, um, looking directly at the precepts and looking furious with her, like super angry. Okay. Um, <laughs> you do so. Appearing above above the, the altar is the image of this uh, of in in the same sort of ivory colors as you fondly imagine uh, the uh, spirit to look like uh, because that's how the tooth has been carved with pearly eyes this this great uh, this five foot you know by a cubed image of this uh, creature appears uh, I'm gonna ask you to roll a performance check please Okay, um, there is a DC to see if they can see through it okay. and tell it's an illusion. Oh, that would actually... Uh, let me just check. Uh, uh, I've it's, got your, it's your spell DC. Here, so. I'll, roll, I'll roll once for all of them. Okay. Yeah, it's an intelligence. Yeah, so. intelligence. Okay, yeah. They, uh, they seemed... Uh, oh, okay, well, I, know for, I know for them who that is. Okay, I'm still going to ask you to do a performance check, though. Okay. <laughs> Which is probably straight charisma uh, for you. Uh, yeah, that's 22. Okay, um, the rank and file immediately bow to their knees, go to their knees and begin, uh, uh, begin praising and propitiating. The priestess, who you have no way of knowing, can see that the, uh, that the actual eel is off to the side, which she has been able to see clearly this whole time, is not fooled for a moment. Fuck it. <laughs> um, and she calls to the What? What you fools doing? This is a false image! Um, <laughs> she turns and starts berating them. Like, stand up, stand up, you morons! I use, also use Thaumaturgy to make the ground start shaking. Okay. <laughs> uh, this seems an appropriate moment. Roll a d100. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. Please don't fireball least- yourself right now. At least everything else has faded. Um, yes, oh, yeah, you're ninety-four. Oh fuck's sake! Ninety-two, ninety-one, These are different fucking dice as well. <sighs> Once again, again, you become uh, 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 your bindings all immediate, instantly snap and break all around you uh, because Shit. of your sudden increase in size. Uh, camp as you balloon up to pardon me to nine feet in height once again. <coughs> like oh dear, the probability here is ridiculous. I know that's absurd. <laughs> like um, I couldn't have rolled. A high, you feel a bit you feel that in this particular instance back. that perhaps the jig might be up. Um, but <laughs> subtle, uh, so but, subtle. But now, now being able to open your eyes clearly, you can see that there were the other two. Um, the other two, uh, so again, that you couldn't see had been standing uh, uh, by the uh, just outside your vision, but uh, one on each side of the edge of the palisade, looking out. But they too are in the process of getting up from their knees. Um, I'm going to say you have an instant to react, Scamp. What do you, Scamp, what do you want to do? At this point, Celestia, the rumbling wakes you up. Okay, I'm awake. So you right. are awake, but bound. Scamp... Uh, oh, shit, I didn't manage to do it. Yeah, I'll do Scamp them. is unbound uh, entirely, causing your 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 hands are free, uh, but not your legs. Right, so I need to undo my legs. Yeah, All I'm right. going to say if you want to do that quickly, then uh, just a rushed slight of hand check. Yeah. Uh, while he's doing that... Natural 20! <laughs> 
Ah, you just amazing. pull them straight off. Your legs are yeah, not free. Yeah, and I beeline for uh, Celestia to uh, get her free. Okay, uh, so that's that's an instant. That's the instant of what Scorzen uh, 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 is doing. Uh, Celestia, what was the instant of what you're doing at the moment you're awake? I'm going to go, Oi, Priestess, do you understand me? She she uh, she does. She seems to be uh, more more distracted, more uh, concerned with the sudden appearance of the giant uh, of giant scamp again. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. God damn it. Right, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna. Can I do a thing? Can I do uh, a thing? Your hands or? are bound. Um, uh, you, if you can do something which is speech only, you can do a thing. Shit! Now I need movement. Okay, then you yeah, then you'll need to wait until uh, until a moment later to see if Sk- uh, if Causing can free your hands, unless cool. Scamp can do something to free your hands right now. Um, can I just break her things? Am I? Or is that yeah, be... yeah, you can. Um, I guess uh, either you can either make an attack roll to burn them off with with your firebolt, or you can try and do it with. Um, at this point, your hands are probably a bit big for sleight of hand, so I guess it would be athletics with advantage. Um, let's try burning it. That can't go badly. Make an attack roll, please. Um, 24. Okay, you strike the, the miniature firebolt dead on the bindings, which split free. Okay, you have your hands, Celestia. Okay, I'm going to turn to the priestess. And, oh god, fuck, right, I'm going to go... As you can see by my friend, we are in with some extremely powerful forces, and I would advise you to get as far away from us as you possibly can and take your men with you. And I'm going to cast Suggestion. So okay. we're safe. I need to check whether Suggestion requires them to understand your uh, your speech. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that might be in the player's handbook. It's not on the, spells, yeah, uh, the spell card. I know that it needs to be able to speak, but I don't know if it needs to be able to understand your speech. <clears throat> I don't oh that. shit! No. And understand you. Yeah, it needs to be able to understand me. Okay. I didn't know if they could or not. Uh, this is a funny thing. I need to find out that that out myself because I know what. The... What whether they understand? <coughs> yeah. Okay. You are in luck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she did bother to cast the tongue spell. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> beforehand, with the intent of interrogating you. So, um, what was your, so what was your suggestion again, please? Uh, wisdom save. No, I mean, what was the wording of the suggestion, please? Um, I said we're in with some very powerful forces, as you can see by my friend here, pointing at Scamp, who just got a lot bigger. So I would advise you to get as far away from us as possible and take your men with you. She looks at you for a moment, tilts her head, and goes, and then says, and in a form, uh, says, uh, and she says it in uh, Joven, so in the common language. No. And then turns his head back it. in Sam again. Kill them all! Shit. Oh, okay, roll initiative, everyone, please. Oh. Okay. <laughs> God. Oh, natural 20. Nice. So, 22. Come on, this needs to be good. Okay. It really does. 12. <sighs> 11. Okay, one moment. I'm going to call for everyone again. So, Scamp was natural 20. Uh, yeah, 22. 22. Causing was 12. Was that? Yeah. And Celestia? Uh, 11. Cool. Okay. Where are we relative to um, the, the door of the house? 
Uh, you are pretty much right in front of it because the archway is directly in front of it. All right. Does the door look um, obviously locked? Or uh, it does not have an obvious way of moving it aside beyond possibly just trying to push it aside by sheer force. Because hmm. I'm thinking if we can get in there, we can try and brace the door against them. Okay. I don't think I'll fit through the door. <laughs> That's a very good point, actually. Okay. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, Scamp, you could you could this door is massive. You actually could fit oh, through. Is it? I yeah, no, it was... no, no. It is comically it, it, this. Although it is a halfling home, it's a halfling the, style, uh, halfling style door. Uh, the door is like the equivalent of those massive church doors you get at the okay. halflings. Oh. It's actually it's comically oversized. It's almost comically oversized. You feel like the halfling had something they were compensating for, or yeah. they just really enjoyed it. And actually, now that the cold light of of dawn is starting to filter in. You can finally see the uh, bas relief on the door, and it is the image of it, it is uh, an image of ships at sea with a coastline behind, um, and it's an armada of ships doing battle with some sort of huge, many tentacled sea creature. Ooh. Okay. Um, I guess. Just for the hell of it, uh, if anyone wants to, in this particular, in this, in this snapshot of an instant, you can do a history, nature, or religion check, your choice, uh, to know what this is. Causing, because you're a sailor, you can do it with advantage. Yeah, right. go on, bugger okay. it. Yeah, it uh, 16. Nature. 16, yep. 15. 15. I'm going to say I did history. Yeah. I nature, uh, 16. It makes no difference which I do. You can. Yeah, um... You all recognise this is this is an image of the Kraken, uh, a legendary Aww. a legendary creature which uh, has, for as long as recorded history goes, uh, pretty much like clockwork, roughly every ten years has attacked a major port and either destroyed it or be chased off, um, and just seems to sate itself with uh, with massive destruction every ten years. Uh, because apparently that's when it wakes up and feeds. Uh, from the look of it, uh, with the 16, I'm going to say Corzin and Celestia, you happen to recognise uh, this particular one is a stylized depiction of an attack the uh, 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 the Kraken made on a Cairnese settlement uh, about 80 years ago. Hmm. Um, the as from what you recall, the port was at, uh, the the attack uh, the attempts by the armada to defend it were unsuccessful, and the port was completely destroyed. Oh. Yeah, as uh, so that was yeah, so that would have been eighty years ago, roughly. Uh, so around seventeen twenty ish. Right, I'll give you the exact date another time. Okay. Uh, but that, that this uh, historical minutiae, however, uh, you don't have much time to think about because of the uh, 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 the ongoing drama of the moment. Scamp, you are first. And <laughs> um, so this, oh, is there anyone between me and the house? No. Kick the door open. Yeah, I'm gonna make a dash. Okay, make an athletics check with advantage. <laughs> Seventeen. Okay, you don't kick it, but you run up to it in your huge form, grab the side of it, and roll it. 
just wide enough uh, that for the th- for any of the three of you to be able to fit through. You get the feeling there's probably some sort of mechanism that's designed to make this easier, but the, taking advantage of a, your currently huge size, that's enough. You could actually you pro- you have enough movement to get inside it as well. Although you will probably want to close it again on your next turn. Do I have an action, or is that my action? Uh, I'm going to say that is your action. You can take cover, but you can take three quarters cover behind it, though. I will do that. Yeah. So you squeeze yourself in and use it for cover. Um, I'll cover what's inside it in a minute. Uh, okay, the uh, Sawagin uh, spend their movement getting back up uh, off their knees. Uh, they are sufficiently far away that. Uh, they are, and they don't, they're not actually equipped for their current situation, so... Okay, they, they're able, they move into, uh, yeah, not actually in order to get to you, they, they, they have to dash. So they get, uh, they, the Sargian, except for the Priestess, get into melee range with Corson and Celestia. I'm going to say three on each, mm-hmm. um, but I don't actually, aren't actually able to attack this round. I assume we're, me and Corzin are still decently close to each uh, other as well. Yes, you are. You are exactly as far away as uh, as, uh, as we were. We were so uh, Corzin yeah. is first. Okay. Uh, you are ten feet from the door. I'm going to use the disengage action. Yeah. Run like buggery. You scrabble the fuck away and run inside yeah. the door, which Scamp is holding open. Yeah. Uh, Celestia, you're next. Um. I can't disengage, can I? That's yes, you can. I can you can. It's just yeah, an action. Yeah, you can do it, but it's an action. Okay. Um, yeah, it's only uh, a, uh, not an action if you're a rogue, which none of us are. Yeah. Or a monk. Oh, yeah. How much help is this door going to be? That's the thing. Um, quite a lot. I mean, it's cover, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to do the same, actually. Okay. You, uh, you scrabble away and hurry behind I'm the door. I'm gonna do a little healing word on myself. Because yep. <laughs> yes. everything run, is terrifying. As you run, your, you kick your foot back uh, to hit your xylophone, but your xylophone has been taken has been taken from you. Okay. You have to sing it. You have to. You just have to sing instead. I'm just gonna do. Gonna do an awkward little. Okay. And then I'm gonna feel better. Yeah. Yeah, all of your weapons and uh, such have been uh, have been uh, packed up outside. But Celeste, you, you managed to get it inside. Uh, the priestess uh, is she has one spell left for the day uh, that is high enough to do anything, and she is going to try and make use of it. She is going to try and hold Scamp again. Scamp, can I ask you for a wisdom saving throw, please? Um, tides of chaos. <laughs> okay. Tides are in oh, God, so many times. The, oh no! I'm so glad it resets when it goes, yeah. goes off. Uh, natural 20. Okay, you know, whether it's your huge size or the fact that it's never managed to work on you and you're just more strong-willed than this uh, 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 than this thing, you shrug that effect right off. Uh, and that actually makes it your turn. Um, is it going to be an action to shut it the door? It is. Damn it! Okay, well I'm shutting the door. It's a lot easier to shut from this side, and you just roll it shut and. <laughs> You've now sealed yourselves within the halfling house. 
it is pitch black in here. Celestia and Scamp, you your dark vision senses kick in, and you can get a rough sense of the structure of this place. Um, I would like to cast Dancing Lights, okay. please. Um, so I do, yeah, four orbs at various points around the room. Handful of, uh, assuming your usual style, purple-coloured orbs yeah, purple. appear. And provide a little bit of light. There is a common room here. Or it was one, long ago. Uh, you can see that once upon a time it was a sort of shared living and dining room. There were tables here, which still exist to uh, some degree. And um, managed uh, benches scattered here and there. There are still the uh, broken cups and plates of what look like seating arrangements for at least a dozen halflings probably closer actually probably close to two dozen when you look at how they are uh, there are doors leading off uh, from the area one that leads deeper in <coughs> one that leads off to the east into some sort of adjoining room um, you can see that there was a cook pit here, and you can just make out that there is um, a small sort of a chimney of sorts that goes up into the hill. It seems to have been designed in such a way as to not let much light, as not to let light in, uh, causing you know from visiting, you know, from your time spent in traditional halfling homes that uh, secrecy can actually be very, especially in uh, often uh, clan feuds torn canon, can be very important. So halfling homes are made to be concealable. And that's, even in, even in more luxurious homes, that style persists. Those same hidden vents would serve to provide air uh, to the area. However, this place has been <clears throat> Abandoned for a long time, uh, and if that were not clear enough, the bones provide another. There are a number of uh, scattered in places Sawagin skeletons in here. Uh, you'd say probably about nine or ten of them. There are three halfling skeletons uh, armed with long rusted swords and yeah you, um, I'm going to say make a medicine check Corson because you're trying to do it okay great that is a an 11 curiously the Sawagin skeletons, though not the Halfling skeletons, show signs of suffering burn damage in places. There's ch soft charring on them. 
Hmm. But at this point, you have not gone beyond the immediate area in front of the door. Can I have a look at the uh, harpling skeletons? Yeah, you'd, you'd want to go up towards one to take a look. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. As you uh, step forwards, you feel something just hit your leg, and too late you realise that a thin steel wire has been drawn across the room. Uh, out of the corner of your eye you see an in- previously invisible room light up with- in red, and Shit. a bolt of fire uh, streaks out at you. Uh, that was No, no, it does an attack and that was a 20. Uh, so you... You immediately take seven points of fire damage. He's still up. I'm on one hit point. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. Now that you've done that, you can see that... You you suddenly see there are a number of trip wires laid out through this room. Uh, Some at height, which would be perfect for human ankles or halfling knees. Some uh, Some at waist or halfling chest height. Some at human chest height. Okay, this is gonna stagger him to one knee, and yeah. um, uh, he, he uh, calls up to the other two. Oh. Looks like someone was worried they were gonna have company. Ugh. Is there any sign that the fish people are coming through the door? There is a certain yeah. You can just hear a certain amount of. Banging very faintly through the stone, but they don't. They do not appear to have the requisite strength uh, to roll it back, okay. or for whatever reason, they are unable or unwilling to open it. Can I have a brief look at the rusted swords? Uh, are they? Yeah. Are they old enough that um, they're? not actually um, functional as weapons anymore. Uh, looking through at them, they are they're pretty old, they're rusty, but these look like they were probably made f- 15 years ago. They were probably well kept at one point. Oh, okay, also... so it's not a case of like, um, hmm. th- these are decades old, out of date weapons. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've they've clearly not been used in a long time. I will say that you can use them, uh, but they will they uh, t- while using these they t- do minus one damage uh, on top of their normal damage effect. So there are these are halfling sized uh, for the most part. There are there's a few different types. There's there are, are actually there are actually uh, two scimitars. There's also a couple of long swords. Uh, which they would have wielded dual-handed claymore stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, as well. And those, uh, those would do uh, their normal damage, but minus one because of the of the rusting and blunting. I, I'm going to uh, pick two up and uh, give a couple of test swings. Piece of shit, but better than our uh, bare hands. Second that. I'm going to take one as well. I recommend you take the, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. long yeah. sword. Well, the others of us can't wield that. Oh, or at least it's not my style. Yeah, I'll take the big one. Okay. 
Longsword, by the way, does uh, D8 damage, but it's strength-based, not uh, uh, not uh, dex-based. Cool. Also, if you're using two hands, it's D10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, where would you like to go next? As I say, there is a room up ahead and a room and a small room off to the side. You would need to actually look into them to investigate. Next, I'm going to cast <laughs> Cure Wounds on myself. Oh, yes! <laughs> yeah, bugger yeah. anything else. I'm so ballsed. I have, like... Some of the burns are burned down. Some of the burn goes away. Some of the stab wounds heal up. Well, there's a D8 plus my spell modifier, which mm-hmm. would... Uh, Just your wisdom. Yeah. Oh, oh it's not wisdom plus perfect. Oh, so it's D8 plus yeah. two. Mother funster. <laughs> so. Did you roll I a one? Have, I now have four hit points. <laughs> oh, oh, God. No. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Um, how hard is it to get around these tripwires? Um, once you've seen them, which then they were momentarily illuminated by the blast of flame, and uh, you know, you're on the alert for them, at least within this room, now that you've seen them, you can move fairly easily between them. Okay, cool. So, sh- Has it been a minute? Am I still enormous? I'm going to say a minute has now passed. You shrink back down to normal size. Right. Um... You not being nine foot tall is probably helpful for getting under the wires. So, um, should we try and look in yeah. some of these rooms then? Not a lot else to do, is there? We can maybe have a little sit down okay. or a nap. I yeah. would like a sit down. That would be I good. I don't think I would sleep with those guys out there. Okay. Uh, which room would you like to go then? Forwards or side? <sighs> Forwards. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you're going. You're going ahead. All right then. And looking really carefully for more tripwires. Yes. Traps. Okay. Checking thank you. Traps. Uh, uh, someone would like to make. If someone would make. If multiple of you are searching, uh, then I'd like an investigation check from someone with advantage. Please. Who is good at investigation? I am not. I have a two. I've got a one. Okay, me. Uh, the two is the <laughs> highest. Great. Um, I'll do it. <laughs> We're all so smart. Oh, okay, thank God for the advantage. Uh, so that is a 19. Okay. As you move into the next room, you are able to spot... Uh, yeah, there are actually a number of uh, of the of the tripwires set up at different points, and you highlight them with your uh, purple Yeah, I put lights. like an orb next to each one <coughs> yeah, so that so they can see where it through. is. Yeah. Okay, so this room you can see was some sort of barracks. There are a number of uh, ruined bunk beds here, many of which have burns marks on them, uh, others of which seem to have been smashed or simply just moulded with it. Uh, you know, sim- simply, well, not moulded, but... Yeah, suffered the test of time. There are bunk beds here for about a dozen halflings. They're all halfling bunk beds. So um, if you wanted to rest on one Celestia, it would be a bit of a tight squeeze. You'd have to, but but you could. Uh, and there are a number of uh, broken storage chests. If you wanted to spend some time, uh, actually, I can say what was, uh, you could make. Uh, you could try and look around see if there's anything. Uh, anything of use here as well. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Any weapons? Yeah. 
What okay. check would that be? Investigation. Um, so if they're helping yeah. again? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seems two is the highest investigation that we have in this group. <laughs> Oh, God, it's a 12. Assist her in any way. Uh, that, I'm assuming you were... Uh, you were out yeah, I did it with advantage, assuming you guys were assisting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's a 12. <clears throat> you find some old ruined clothes, bits of some spoons and bowls. Yeah, good, a spoon, says Celestia, finding this. Not, nothing of interest, it seems. This place was looted long ago. And again, there are Sawagin bodies in here, broken and burned. <sighs> Do they look as old as... Like, Halflings and things. They've been here. Make a medicine check. Oh dear. Oh. Ten. Oh uh, no. The uh, Sargin look uh, newer. Just a little bit. There's something. There's like every. They uh, one or two of them still have a little bit of of, long, of dried oh. meat and sinew attached to their bones, whereas the halflings do not. Yuck. There is another. There is another doorway that leads forwards, and a doorway that leads off to the side. Uh, you can see that the doorway off to the side seems to have a number of racks uh, in it, uh, with various clutter on it that you can't see clearly. Is there any sound of them coming through the door still? Are we? No, it's all still... gone. Seems that they have given up trying. Should we have a short rest? Hmm. I don't get much back other than the health from a short rest. Yeah, same. Uh, I was just wondering how fucked we were. I'm going to say no. I can do a song yeah. of rest as well. Yeah, actually, that would be very useful. That might be worth having. Should we, should we do it? I think we're all a bit balls, yeah. don't we? Yeah. I mean, a long rest would be lovely. I think long rest might be a bit ambitious. Yeah, plus the fact that... Um, they know we're in here. They could get bored and just decide to burn the whole freaking place down. Also, they have all of our shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should we do a short? Just get some hit points back? Yeah. yeah. One thing, though, Jason, you mentioned that uh, this is a barracks of some kind. Yes. Would I be able to make a, a an insight or a history check to determine, like, it's a barracks for what armed forces or uh, yeah. I'm going to say, looking through the uh, through the through the tatters of clothing, make a history check. Okay. That is a sixteen. Okay. Uh, it seems, from what you can piece together from the remains of the uniforms that were here, that this was an outpost. Uh, these appear to have been uh, more of a mercenary group, but Kearney's uh, in origin. They were essentially they seem to have been Highlanders uh, of some sort, and judging from the mural outside, probably from that the town that was destroyed. Um, right. I'm going to actually one moment. I'll go go ahead and name that for you. So that would have been if it was eighty years ago. That would have been in... Listeners, I wish you could see the size of the notes that are being <coughs> yeah. rifled through right now. <laughs> I'm going to say 1718, uh, when the Kraken destroyed... Uh, got it. Monraven. Maybe the town, the town of Monraven. 
in uh, Monraven. Yeah, Monraven in uh, Cairnon. Uh, it was formerly a influential port, one of the main Kenny's uh, trade ports, uh, by which they traded out their you know, famous, their famous brandies and whiskies, uh, and of course the large quantities of wool, uh, and uh, imported ferocious silks and similar, but uh, was utterly destroyed by the Kraken and never truly recovered as indeed the majority of uh, cities destroyed by the Kraken do not god whole cities that's ridiculous and that has as far as historically you guys know that has, that has been going on broadly every decade uh, since as far back as anyone can remember wow and Corzin relates this yeah. and he has a slightly um, distant look in his eye like uh, it's it's entirely probable that this is just um, the fatigue of very nearly actually dying mm-hmm. but he just uh, rattles it off kind of in a dead monotone in a bit of a daze yeah yeah mm. yeah but you would say this this Little Enclave was, uh, it looked to have been a private company of uh, Kenny soldiers, probably from the Munraven, uh, li- likely in the employ of some manner of a private uh, employer, hmm. uh, who presumably built the uh, this little uh, halfling house and uh, paid for its staffing. Someone who also apparently wanted some privacy based on... The, uh, so privacy, I should say, uh, based on the distance they put it from the main town. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of odd. Mm. Make, makes me think that perhaps um, whoever set this up wasn't affiliated with the town. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Before we take a short rest, I wouldn't mind taking a look in that cupboard. Seeing if there's anything of use. Uh, okay. Going to require an investigation check, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anyone assist? Uh, yeah, I will. Lovely, okay, all thank three you. of you are assisting. Okay, that's a 12. <laughs> there's a bogget in it. <laughs> well, you do spot the tripwires, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I light them up again every time I spot a yeah. tripwire, I'm lighting it. There's nothing immediately apparent, but you can see that this um, this was an armory. Uh, at some point, there, you can also see that at one point there was a large powder keg here, which has exploded in the past. Oh wow! And there are there are powder marks all over the walls. There is a number of broken carbines, ruined pistols. Um, if you wanted, you could take you could take. It'd probably be another hour on top of the short rest if you wanted to search it really thoroughly and see if you could find anything. Um, probably not that worth it. What do we think? Well, if there's some usable weapons, then it might be worth it. Is there any gunpowder left over? Um, a lot of it's spent, and I'm going to say that would be that would require the hour of searching for you to okay. see. What do you think? Should we 
Should we keep searching and then rest, or should we not bother to search and just rest? Might as well, but I'm just uh, wary of the fact that um, the longer we stay in here, the more opportunity the uh, Sahuagin outside have mm. to try and find a way in. That's kind of how I feel. I don't feel like we should delay. I'm not sure we can get out again. We were really lucky I was big and could open the door. True. Can we actually get out there again? Cousin, you're quite strong, aren't you? Reasonably, but I would imagine with all three of us, we'd probably be able to do it. Hmm. There must be a reason they haven't come in, though. Maybe the door's only opening from the inside. Maybe they were, that was part of the mechanism. Then again, you opened it, didn't you? So that's that's I rubbish. Um, maybe there's something down here they don't want to disturb. Well, she forced it open. Hmm. Yeah. You were really big when that happened. But if three of us can open it now, they can definitely open it. Hmm. Does worry me as to why they're not coming in. On that note, I think we should take a little rest to get some... Yeah. Uh, so do you rest, then search, or search, then rest? I think we should rest first. Okay, rest. Yeah, rest first. Um, I'm going to do a little song. Yep. Um, the song is going to be a little ditty called Bastard Fish. <laughs> um, and somehow you're going to feel a little bit better when you hear it. A whole D6 better. Okay. Provided you're using a hit dice, which I assume you both Someday are. Someday we're yeah. gonna catch those bastard fish. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I recovered ten hit points. So back up Do I fortune. get a d6 as well? I think we yes, 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 this. Yeah, brilliant. Lovely. Sadly, uh, Corson does not have his healing kit, as that was part of the equipment that was taken off him, so you can't add another d6 into the red. Alright, um... Back up to full, hooray! I'm going to say that your pack at half your, hit points. Yeah, your your packs with large objects and such were taken off you, and cause and they would have taken your pack off you in any case because you had a scimitar in there. Mm. Yep. Damn, my pack definitely had my opium in it, but fuck it. I'm afraid not. Mm. Uh, okay. This is why I keep all my useful stuff in my pockets. Okay. Uh, <laughs> while you're while you're spending an hour searching, do you want to search the other side room? That was past the yeah. Might as well, might okay. we? Make, a, make another investigation check, please. Um, I'll, shall I do it with advantage again? Yeah. So three of you searching. Yep. Cool. Oh, thank God! One of those was a one, so I'm really <laughs> glad that I had advantage. Uh, the other one was a sixteen, though, so okay. that's okay. Uh, so you spot the trap words again, thankfully, um, and you find uh, this is a, this was a ruined. Uh, the other room was a ruined pantry. Uh, and there's a number of crates and sacks, and you can see that once upon this time, this was a well-supplied halfling pantry, by halfling standards. You know, you could have fourth breakfast with this much stuff. <laughs> um, you find, after a lot of searching in the pantry, to begin with, uh, you find what appears to be a large old bottle of brandy, almost entirely empty. There are now... Five swigs left in it. Cause it. Make a medicine check. Okay. Fourteen. 
you look at this and something about the, although the label has faded you kind of recognize the patterning on it and you okay. uncork the brandy and take a sniff mm-hmm. and there's a distinctive medicinal uh, uh, medicinal scent to it and sniffing again taking a very tiny taste with your tongue this isn't brandy this was probably the company ration of healing potion. Nice. There are five swigs of healing potion in this. I. Well, assuming this isn't the same stuff we uh, generally would use on board ship if we had to saw your leg off, I'd say get it down you. I'm kind of alright for now. Um, it's, might be it worth might saving be more useful some. Though. Just to hold on to it. <laughs> Just suit yourself. And <laughs> you have some, though. Go for it. Yeah, you take, you take one, one swig. swig. He'll have uh, two d four plus four, uh, two points of damage. Oh, good healing potion as well. Yeah, it's a normal. It's a, each swig is the same as a normal healing potion. Okay, that's three and five plus two is seven. Twenty-one. Nice. Okay. Um, you feel the healing potion soothe your wounds. He spent an hour searching through the armory, and after a lot of work, uh, you find enough pieces of a of flintlock pistol to put together one working one. Oh, nice! It's it's very jerry rigged, but it should work. It's literally scraping through burnt powder, sifting through it, uh, and you and. You find that there are a number of musket and flintlock balls just essentially stuck in the walls from where the powder cake exploded and drove them <laughs> in there. You laboriously pull them out and you manage, I'm going to say you scrape together uh, enough for ten shots in powder for nice. flintlocks. Okay, the question is, who's better with a flintlock causing... Uh, do you have um, uh, proficiency with a pistol? I do uh, indeed, do. Yes. yes. Then probably, I mean, I do as well, but yeah, it's going to be by the by, isn't it? Um. Actually, I might be slightly better with it than you. If you're better at it with, if you're better with it than me, then take well, it. It's based on dex, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've okay, got two got decks. Can you four. attack without it? Have you got... You've got weapons, though. If everyone's got a weapon now, though. Yeah. That's the only ranged weapon we have, though. Yeah. Well, you've got me. Yeah, true. True. And uh, Celestia has spells. But Celestia does not have that many spells, darling. <laughs> Celestia has, like... She has like... vicious mockery. I do have vicious mockery. That is a thing that I have, um, but not not a lot else. I've got like one other thing in my standard drow stuff. But um, yeah. So is your is what's your dex? Is it is it better? My dex uh, modifier is plus four. Oh yeah, you're much better. Take it. Yeah. I said a causing character. Okay, I concede that you are a slightly better shot than me. Take it. Go on. He takes it and uh, stuffs it into his cumberbund. 
Okay. You uh, are... are there any other uh, rooms we haven't explored yet? Beyond the way for uh, beyond a room that leads a doorway that leads deeper in, no, which is one you have not yet opened. It's uh, within the. Banks. I think we should probably check that out. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. We, you know, if only to see like, if they do get in here, how far can we retreat? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I personally like the idea of not going back to where they are for a little yeah. while. That would be good. The uh, the last the doorway beyond is actually a closed door, and it appears to be a wooden door reinforced with iron bars. Uh, it fortunately the. Uh, you can see that there is a keyhole, but testing it, it does not appear to be locked. Hmm. Let's check it for traps, please. Okay, make an investigation check. Anyone want to help? Awesome, yeah. thank you. A natural 20. Okay, that's useful to know. Um, you do not spot any traps. Um, do you wish to open the door? Yeah. Okay, can we go open the door? You can see that there is a heavy stone, stone-walled, stone-ceiling, stone-floored chamber, about 15 feet long, 10 foot wide. And at the far end of it, is, there are, are three huge wooden coffers, their lids open, gleaming with golden coins and a number of cut gemstones. Holy shit. Um, oh, yeah. There are also the scattered bones of dead Saragin in the centre of the room. Oh god! Um, Let's not go with the that. with the natural twenty on the investigation check. Before you enter the room, you immediately spot there is a very fine line marking another door hidden in the stonework at the far end of the room, and you also notice that at, on patches, uh, six of them, three on either side. At the sides of the uh, uh, of the uh, of the chamber, around about waist height for a human. Uh, actually, yeah, so about slightly lower, I'd say, like like thigh height. There, something there's something strange about the stonework. It's like it's the the quality of the grain seems to change very slightly uh, in a region in a in a region. Each one is a radius about. Six inches wide. Uh, six, yeah, six. Sorry, six inches in diameter. I'm gonna say. Mm. Right. Mm. That's like head height for Corson. Can he um, make a uh, an investigation check of, of that specifically? Uh yes. I'll allow you to make it. Now that it's been pointed out to you, I'll allow you to do it from a distance. Okay. Is obviously going to be very careful and wary not to um, uh, trip any more trip wires or glyphs. You do not see like any that. trip wires, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to light up the room, by the way. Yeah, yeah the room is. We haven't seen any way that this thing's triggered. We just see the difference. Yeah, and, and only oh, only no Celestia spots it at first, but she. I relate this to you, obviously. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to investigate Ooh. it. Fifteen. They're well made, but you can see that there are illusions of the surrounding stone covering these these six circular points. You can't see what's beyond the illusion because it's. But you you can tell that there is a visual illusion there. 
Okay, I'm going to um, take my um, rusted cutlass and just very gently probe through the illusion. Okay. I'm going to call this... I'm going to call this a dex check. Okay. Just uh, dex Straight checks. Dex. Straight dex, because you wouldn't have proficiency in this. Okay, that's going to be a six. Okay. Fuck. You test and push it through. You you, you know, test along the edge until you uh, of the stone until you hit the edge of the circle, and then the scimitar edge just goes slightly into it. But before it can, the scimitar is pushed out as a long spear attempts to jab at you. Uh, fortunately, you're just. I'm going to say, you. Yeah, it's going to make an attack, but you were aware for it, so I'll give it disadvantage. Which is yeah. good, because <laughs> that would have hit otherwise. Mm. You pull back in time as the spear juts out and then retracts back in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this place you, is a bloody death trap. You get the feeling that there are isn't what is essentially a hidden, uh, more well, sort of an arrow slit murder hole, basically. Okay. Right. Yeah. Can we look for some way to disarm this trap? You. Uh, could certainly try. I want to know what, what you'd like to tr- how you'd like to try to look to disarm that. Um, just to see if there's like a trigger, or if there is a way of resetting it, turning it off, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, how would you like to look for that? Because are you just doing a visual check? Yeah. Okay, make an investigation <laughs> check, please. Well, again, I'm assuming you haven't stepped into the room. You'll be looking from. No, that's an eight. No, it's nothing that you can see. Um, there's no obvious trigger. Doesn't cause and didn't step on any pressure plates or anything. You just mm. put the scimitar into the hole. Uh, how many? Sk- how big is the hole? The hole is six foot in diameter. Sorry, six inches. Oh. Six inches. Six inches. Six in- okay, it's really big. Six foot would be most. And of how the many wall. of them are there? Uh, six. six three on each wall. Uh, how many dead bodies are there? Uh, there are... Let's roll for this. <laughs> Probably, a, counting the skulls, five. Okay, um... How big is the bone of one of these things? Would it be a good size to try and jam a whole shot? You could try and jam, like, yeah, like a thigh bone in, maybe? <laughs> nice. Yeah, why not? Let's try and do okay, that. Okay, I'm going to call this, uh... Probably a dex check because there's this would normally be like a thieves' tools check or something, but none of you are proficient in those. Oh, oh yeah. you are. See, in that case, I'll allow you to. This is nice. a thieves' tools check. <laughs> Lovely. I was going to say, while you're doing that, can <laughs> Street I? Street urchin, um, twenty-two. Nice. Okay, you jam uh, one of the thigh bones in from the side. You can feel something in, on the other side immediately starts trying to dislodge it. Uh, while that's happening, you glance over and you can see uh, with the 22, I'm going to say you're able to pull back in time before on the opposite side, another spear tries to stamp you uh, oh. and then pulls back through. Yeah, the, the holes are facing each other. Mm. Alright. So there's like they're like opposite each other on opposite yeah, yeah. walls? Yeah. Okay. 
So it's like, that I didn't manage to jam it shut. Yeah. Uh, no, you managed to jam that one shut. That one. Okay. But, but something. But you can see that something is trying to break or move it. You don't know if that thigh bone would hold necessarily for a long time. Could we, like, just... Do we need to go in this room? There's a whole bunch of treasure in there. What I was going to uh, suggest doing is um, investigating the container itself to see if that is a trigger for this trap. Yeah, um... Is there a way we could just crawl underneath? So, spears. If you want to try... Uh, I'll call that an acrobatics check. Or a stealth check. Oh, fuck it, why not? Either would work, technically, for this. Uh, I'm going to do acrobatics, because I'm slightly better at it, if that's cool. Natural 20! Okay, nice. so Stu, you press yourself flat against the floor, and Can Commando... I say I do, like, some cool, graceful forward rolls under it? Like, yeah. <laughs> lasers, like, like in films when they go under Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, you forward roll forwards, which does cause you to momentarily pass up next to the... Because the need of a roll does cause you to momentarily pass up next to the illusory holes, but you move forward fast enough that the stabbing spears don't manage to reach you. Awesome. Uh, and as you reach the other end, you pop neatly uh, through the uh, treasure chests. Right. Illusion. They are completely illusory. I shout, I shout down the other end, like, waving my hands through an <laughs> illusory treasure chest, like, this is bollocks, guys! This is absolute <laughs> bullshit! <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> uh, from here, however, you can see that it would be very easy to push open the secret door since you know where it is. <laughs> right, I'm going to... Check the secret door for traps. Yeah, make an investigation check on your own. That's a natural one. You don't find any traps. I'm going to open the secret door. <laughs> okay. The secret door swings smoothly open to reveal what appears to be a 30 foot long corridor, 15 feet wide, with uh, walls made of long wooden slats. Um, and the far, uh, uh, I think, uh, yes, uh, the ceiling is also in wooden slats with a far stone wall which appears to have a reinfor- an iron bar reinforced wooden door set in an archway. Mm-hmm. The floor is extensively tiled in a complex pattern of coloured squares and diamonds. Oh, shit. And there are two, <laughs> sa- and there are two Sawagin skeletons right by the, by the bit that you've just uh, come in, uh, the door you've just pushed open. Are there any rocks about? Um, Whoever like designed this stone. place was a psychopath. There, there, there are there are bits of rubble in the uh, in the fo- in the place where Corzin and Scamp are. So they could they could throw you one across if they wanted. Okay. Does it not strike you as slightly disturbing that at every point we've found a room with more uh, Sahuagin bodies in. It means they have got this far before. They have gone yeah. down the... I am not looking forward to the room without any. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that uh, this uh, that this that the Saudi and skeletons do not go any further than the very entrance to this room. Oh, they God. stop there. Guys, check me a, a rock. Psychopath built this place. Show me a rock, if you would. I throw a rock at her. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> make, make, make a quick dex check to catch it. <laughs> oh, it's really good. That's a 20. Okay. It's not natural. As the rock passes in front of the uh, holes, uh, six spears come out. Well, five spears come out and stab at it. Mm. One is currently still blocked by a thigh bone. Uh, <clears throat> but you catch it smoothly. I'm going to throw it like as far down the end of the room onto the floor as I can, away okay. from me. Uh, make a... Yeah, make a... Just make a dex check, I guess. Uh, 17. <coughs> okay. You throw it all the way so it clatters against the floor and uh, ends up just touching the far door at the very bottom. There is no obvious effect. Shit. Okay, I don't know what this does. It's a floor with diamonds on it. Okay, can, can I have a look at this and see if um, this rings any bells for um, psychotic um, halfling design? <laughs> um, uh, psychotic I halfling guess? interior design? Yeah, I guess. I guess uh, I, I'm going to say you probably need to be where Celestia is to look at it because it's because bear in mind you're already at the far end of a, of a fifteen foot long uh, of another fifteen foot long chamber. Right. Can we try and crawl below these stabby things? As yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, seriously, if mm-hmm. I crawl, then um, they're going to go completely over my head. Uh, true. I'm still going to make you do a stealth uh, or acrobatics check, though, please. Right. Can I do the same? Yep. Either or for me. Love uh, it. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, do you do an elaborate fancy roll, or do you just commando crawl? Oh, commander! Crawl. Okay, you commander crawl that? onto them. No spears come out because you do not pass in front of them. Because you're not a total dick. <laughs> um, awesome rolls a twenty-two stealth check. Again, you commander crawl under them. Nothing happens. While they're doing that, I'd like to give the floor a little prod with my long sword. Okay. Tink. It's a floor, as far as you can tell. I mean, if you want, you can make an investigation check. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Oh, that's really good. That's a 21. Okay. There are thin slats in the wooden walls. Uh, like the Well, the, sorry, the wooden walls are slatted, uh, are, are wooden slats, but there are thin slots within those slats uh, all along the wooden walls around uh, head, chest, weight, and shin height for a human. Okay. Uh, on top of that, you can just very faintly see, you can't clearly make it out, on the keystone of the arch above the far door, there is some sort of mark or glyph or sigil uh, faintly traced into the stone. So I'm going to point these out. Guys, look at the look at the walls. And look at the thing on the arch where there's something going on. Is there any sort of pattern obvious in the floor? Any sort of? I uh, make another invest. Uh, make a, make an intelligence check, actually, please. Because I'm so smart. Oh, you and me both, darling. Oh fuck! <laughs> I'm pretty smart. Uh, non-natural twenty. Okay. Nice. Non-natural twenty. Looking through it, you can see that yes, there is a very obvious path that could be taken if you treaded just on the green triangles. Uh, leading, uh, it would require a, a slight amount to, uh, like, you know, it would, require, it, it would actually be that much for you because it seems set to be uh, co- a comfortable pace for a halfling's legs to cross. Uh, but yes, the green triangles are the only ones that seem to make their way the entire way across the room. 
I'm gonna go for it. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> you step into the room. <clears throat> you get about five feet in, following the green triangles. Uh, when on the far oh, end, no. of, at the far end of the room, the glyph on the archway suddenly flashes with light. I Bad decisions. need. Bad decisions. Okay, so I need oh, God. everyone to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Shit. Okay. <laughs> oh, natural mm. twenty from Celestia. Okay. Eleven. Seven. Okay. Seven. Okay, so um, okay, that's all right. I'm looking at, the, at how this is going, and I'll keep this in mind. All right, Celestia, causing scamp. You feel the sudden sensation of paralysis begin to uh, uh, to grab hold of your body, Celestia. You're able to uh, uh, to shrug it off. However, the room immediately begins to shake, and uh, and you what see the the floor splitting along the geometric patterns. There is a uh, there is a, a sound of deep grinding and uh, uh, and motion as massive hidden gears turn the ground is sundered and all three of you drop down different shoots uh, two of you oh, are God. paralyzed and oh. and fall uh, 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 your your bodies go limp as you are uh, shunted down i'm going to describe each different place you end up in oh god causing you find yourself as uh, as the paralysis uh, the paralysis wears off as you slap uh, suddenly to the ground at the bottom of the chute. Looking up and peering around, you can see that there is some sort of gloomy fog surrounding you. There is a crisscross of piers uh, that you uh, that you find yourself standing on, arranged like a sort of labyrinth. Uh, over piers like de- decking or, or, oh, or yeah, like jetties, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. Uh, over deep, murky looking water. There are two figures um, oh, in the God. distance which begin, uh, one of which steps forward. I'll get to that in a moment. Scamp, as you fall down your chute, you find your, uh, you land your paralysis uh, fading as you find yourself at the bottom, uh, uh, suddenly in, uh, uh, in between the what look like city uh, like walls of houses and you scurry forward and you can see that you're you're in uh, what looks like a, a maze of back alleyways of some sort of town uh, it's kind of uh, and there are a couple of figures that you can see now stepping forwards out of the alleyways it's hard to tell it looks like it's uh, like, like it's a uh, very very early morning up above and you can just faintly hear the uh, the, the sound of the, of the crowns Celestia uh, struggling against the fall, you you land on your feet, and you find that the shoe has placed you in a deep cave, far far beneath the earth. Uh, there is a uh, there there is only minimal light from the uh, from the blue phosphorescent fungi that I've uh, found either on the cave ceiling every now uh, or dotted here and about. And again, two figures begin to step forwards. I'm going to go back into this uh, to, to each of you in a different round now. So, uh, I'm actually going to ask. Actually, no, I'm going to ask each of you to roll initiative next, please. Okay. This is probably six. Seven. Okay. That was bollocks from all of us. First, seven. Yep. Pause in six. Uh, scamp four. Okay. 
I'm going to do this slightly out of order uh, for, uh, for reasons that will become apparent. Mm -hmm. Causing, um, you're actually going, I'm going to put you first on this initiative for, for, for reasons. As you are working your way, uh, uh, as you kind of uh, find yourself stumbling forward through the piers, the first of the two figures uh, emerges. And you can see the tall, lanky, pale-skinned form of Stringer Smith emerging. Rough oakum stitching has stitched his head back on. The part of his jaw that was broken has been reattached. And he is um, holding a, a loop of noose in his hand and swaying it gently. Such a fine thing! To see old friends, especially when they leave us in such dead ends. Uh, he is going to hurl the noose at you, uh, Corza, and uh, attempt to try and catch you around the throat. Uh, this is an attack for him. Uh, 11? No, it doesn't not hit, hit me. Okay, it's, it, you managed to pull your head out of the way before it can catch you. Um, but it's not quite done with its... Uh, he's not quite done. Uh, he grins at you. Is there anything you... Uh, I'm going to say it's your turn next, Corson. What would you like to do? Uh... Right, yeah. As a reaction, I'm going to try and shoot him. Okay. Make an attack. Uh, you don't have... You do have your gun. Yeah. Make, yes. Make the attack roll. So it's uh, plus six to hit. Yep. Um, that's going to be a... Oh, that, that'd be an 18, actually. Yeah. Okay, that hits. Roll damage, please. So, uh, for a musket... Uh, for, the mu uh, for the flintlock is D10. Plus oh, D10, right, yeah, sorry. Yeah. D10, right. D10 plus... Eight. Okay, eight points of damage. It strikes him in the sh in the shoulder. <laughs> ah, my dear, you can't get rid of me that easily. Not when we've had such time to get so queasy. Besides, you know, <laughs> I am not alone down here in the fade. There's someone else you never managed to save. And as you look behind you, you see the second figure emerging from the mist. Uh, barehanded, a dripping pale form of a young halfling. Oh. Barely 20 years of age. No. Who you couldn't save. He's going to lunge at you with his... Uh, uh, he's going to lunge at you with his bare hands. Transition. Scamp. Oof. Two figures emerge from the alleyways. You can see there is an old dwarven woman. Uh, her beard done up in care with careful ties. She has uh, a smith's hammer in one hand and, uh, a, and a curious pistol of a type that you've only seen once before in a workshop many months ago with uh, a with a strange six-chambered barrel uh, at the base of it. 
She uh, wordlessly raises the gun and fires at you. Uh, that is a 17 to hit. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, she does eight points of damage to you. As you are shot in the side in the side with the uh, with the shot behind you, uh, you turn and you see there is a lazy-eyed uh, figure uh, in the gym, tall, human, slightly fat, uh, blue eyes, blonde, curly hair, uh, and yeah, it's the it's the it's Golder Spoon for some reason. And he just has a length of wood he's using as a club uh, and just swings at you. Um, that will be a 12? No. Okay, yep, yeah, because Mage Armour is still it's in still effect. It's still within, yeah, still. <laughs> yeah, it's, been, it's still eight hours. It's just within eight hours, so it's still in effect. Clubs at you, but it um, bounces off your, your skin. What would you like to do, Scamp? Uh, so I'm in melee with this guy. Uh, you're in melee with Golda, and yeah, the old dwarven woman has uh, shot you from a distance. Uh, I will shock and grasp him. Okay, make an attack roll, please. Uh, oh, 14. Okay. Uh, that, I think, just hits. Roll damage. Uh, five. Okay, five and no reaction. Okay. And I'm going to run. Yeah, you run, ducking your way into the alleyways, uh, moving into the maze as quick uh, into the maze as the pair of them begin to give chase. Um, Golda a little bit uh, a little bit slower than these uh, uh, than the dwarven woman. The pair of uh, uh, of them chase you. We're going to transition over to Celestia. Deep in this cave, deep underground, two figures emerge. One of, both of them dark elves. One is a little short. Both of them are tall for their size, you know, but a little shorter than you. Tall for their size. Tall for their size. Tall for their race, but a little shorter than you. Uh, A lithe male dark elf. Charcoal skin built with a sort of cat-like grace uh, figure, like an acrobat's muscles. he has long crimson hair tied back in a tail and and a a frilled pale blue shirt and black coat uh, trousers and boots he's wielding a rapier and you can see coming from the other direction there is a slender shorter drow uh, with a kind of uh, heart shaped beautiful looking features with uh, ringlets uh, that have been meticulously styled uh, silver ring- ringlets in her hair going just below her shoulders and uh, she's in a black and red dress with uh, tresses the dress has been slashed for ease of movement you can see that she has in one hand a curved short sword in the other a whip uh, the she begin. Uh, I'm going to say the uh, the figure, uh, the male uh, one who is expressionless except for a slight disgusted turn of the lip, is just going to go immediately and just try and stab you with the rapier. Uh, no, that's a nine. Uh, you duck desperately. Uh, you uh, you step back desperately out of the way. Uh, with a whip crack, however. The um, 
the woman behind, who is now smirking gleefully, uh, cracks the whip at you. Uh, that, yeah, that is a 19 to hit. Okay, uh, you, okay, and you take five points of damage. Um, and just as this is happening, something for you and you alone makes you think, this makes no sense. This makes no sense. And as you blink, the image of the, the cave, the two figures facing you, is overlaid by the image of you stood in a wooden slatted room with multicolored tiles beneath you as Scamp and Corzin have both just attacked you. And that uh, is where we are going to pick up uh, next time. Oh, Fuck. God. Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all oh, no. very much for listening. And from all of us oh, here no. at Flintlocks and Fireballs, farewell, fair seas, and natural twenties. When crimes and bones are laid to rest, you may yet find there's forgiveness. When enraged ills presage your doom, escape into a halfling tomb. So plenty of muskets, galley of spears, will plunder the shores of Calcimere. No kraken, storm, or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.